Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance, the battleground for gods and monsters. Many heroes have written their legends in the stars of the Astral Sea, but these are not their stories. The Per Aspera and her crew, Kiana, Finbar, Virla, and Danny, may not be the stuff of legends yet, but they're definitely rolling with difficulty. Hello, and welcome to our little planes hopping D&D campaign, folks. My name is Austin, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and as always, I am joined by my rescued robots reconciling recent realizations. Aww. Say hello, everyone. Howdy. That's sweet. I was, I was imagining... Yeah, every... It's too bad trauma didn't uh, yeah. fit the alliteration otherwise. <laughs> I don't know, like every old member of the Paraspora is just like that one Lisa meme where she's just staring blankly <laughs> in the middle space, like mouth open. Yeah. What is it that, that you want? <laughs> Sense of purpose yeah. and some stability in my life. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everyone. We're very excited to be back. This is episode one, season Four. Ooh, this yeah. is where things get good, so thanks for sticking with us this <laughs> Now? Uh, we're finally picking up, baby. Yeah. I had to edit, like, 30 of these. Uh, yeah, that was all practice. You know, you can't rush art. This we're, is we're Star uh, Trek TNGing this. Somebody's grown a beard, and now we get to actually be good at this. The twist is it's mm -hmm. me. <laughs> if the Finbar Resurrection is giving you his facial hair instead of his face. If we, yeah, if we change gets beard. growing the beard to growing the height, yeah. Danny, or growing the height Danny, that would be, Danny, that would be great. Danny's beard is Davian. Oh, hey. That love uh, is real, anyway, Austin. We're, <laughs> we're soulmates. Let's be real. Davian's beard is Danny. Yes. Davian's beard is Danny. Uh, we're very excited to get things started. I can hardly wait. Uh, my heart is going like... But uh, before we do, we do have a sponsor. So, we Sophia, do. please torment us for the next uh, couple <laughs> minutes. Yay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, I had to think of a sport, and I had an extra hour in which to do it while we were sort of, like, doing housekeeping before this, and I didn't think of one. So I'm going to cast my mind back to all the athletic events I've been to in my life. Um, and I'm going to uh, find a horse, get on it, and start doing some rodeo shit. Because I went to the Cheyenne, Wyoming rodeo one time. Uh, you know, swing that lasso around and pull myself over. A nice ad read. Because thanks uh, to World Anvil, this episode is sponsored. <laughs> Starting off strong. Is that how rodeos work? I have no idea. Uh, I'm sorry, this is my first rodeo. rodeo? <laughs> Thank you so much to World Anvil Just for sponsoring anyone? today's adventure. Uh, World Anvil is a browser-based world-building tool designed to help you, the creator, write and world-build, all while keeping your work organized and in one place. World maps, calendars, customizable wikis, visual timelines, and more let you decide how best to build your world, and when you're ready to write, look no further than the built-in word processor. You can keep your prose directly in World Anvil to keep every step of the process in one place. We all know TTRPGs are all about the power of friendship, and with real-time collaboration, you can work with your players or other creators on the same project. On top of all that jazz, World Anvil has an exciting feature called whiteboards. This visual canvas allows creators to freely draw out their ideas, adding diagrams, mood boards, flowcharts, and more. If you're a more visual creator, this feature is perfect for you. You can chart out character arcs, storyboard key scenes, doodle a little corner of your eye image of one of your castmates laughing at you because you stumbled over your ad read looking at you, Noir, uh, or whatever else you need to help make the story you see in your mind come to life. 
It's not like you talk for a living or anything. Interested, of course you are, and it only gets better because for our listeners, World Anvil is offering a special discount. Just use code PLUG at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. That's code PLUG, P-L-U-G, for 40% off a yearly membership. And thank you again to World Anvil for sponsoring today's adventure. And then I'm going to ride the horse back into the stable, jump off, and go get myself like a funnel cake or something. I don't know. I'd like to commend you for your bravery on choosing a sport that is equestrian related, given your personal lore. (laughs) Truly conquering your fears on this one. I've created a bit that allows all of you to at me, and I'm okay with that, because that's the kind of person I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Braver than our troops. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The troops got a lot braver once they stopped having mounted cavalry, I'll tell you that. God gives his bravest warriors his toughest fear of horses. <laughs> oh, man. Did you guys know how many horses die in the Kentucky Derby every year? Because I didn't be know that so... any did. But apparently this episode it's a bunch is coming. We're recording really? in May. This episode comes out in July. We cannot talk about current events. They will not be current anymore. Is the Kentucky Derby well, apparently this is an occurring point that yeah. people just remember it. Uh, anyway. Why are we here? What are we doing? Are we done? Are we done? Uh, Why are we here? I just want to take a moment to uh, welcome all of our listeners back to the podcast for the fourth season. As a reminder, uh, we do have a Discord server that you can go hang out with other fans, chat, exchange some fan art. It's all cool stuff. Um, there's also a Patreon if you're interested in supporting the podcast directly and getting access to a lot of cool bonus content like articles written by Austin and art by the rest of us. <laughs> I th- I'm pretty sure the rest of us have all submitted some form of drawn thing by this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we can do some more uh, homebrew stuff too, right? Yeah. Me and Austin got some stuff. Yeah, there's for the that college. Well. We, yeah. yeah, we do have more that we can actually post. Well, this yeah. will be a discussion of what goes when. Yeah, but, uh, ex- yes, there's the TLDRs. Bard. There's a lot of extremely cool stuff on there, uh, yes. including the Bard exactly. subclass College of Feasts. And if you're interested in supporting the podcast, that's the best way to do it, other than signing up for World Anvil using discount code PLUG for 40% off yearly membership. Uh, in addition to that, we do have a merch store. Uh, all of the designs are designed by our cast members, largely Red and Wally. You can get character art stickers of all the cool Season 4 designs on there right now. So definitely go check that out. Um, <laughs> and that's my spiel handled. So all that's linked in the yeah. show notes below. Austin, take it away. Fantastic. Well, that is all the blah blah. So then without any further ado, let us begin. When last we left our heroes, the lost were found, the imprisoned freed, and the dead buried. Virla's old crew, consisting of Sierra, Aster, Caleb, and Eden, have been rescued from the pits of the one of the most impenetrable prisons in the entire planescape. That's a good alliteration. I should write that one down for later. Uh, <laughs> They had been rescued, and the final living member, Dexter, confronted, though he did escape, and uh, one member of our crew did lose their life. They were returned, thanks to Danny, (laughs) resurrected, thanks to Finbar, and you made your escape back to Limbo via the Tuning Fork and Enoch at the helm. Here, you decompressed, the crew present and former were interacted made some small uh, understanding of the present situation and now as 
a new day comes in whatever manner is possible in the chaotic world of Limbo, where uh, there is no rising or setting sun, no sky of any kind, just eternal churning chaos. One by one, our heroes begin to awake, and it is here that we must decide the future of the ship and its crew. Does anyone feel like they might be the first to wake up? Yeah, it's not Danny. Probably. <laughs> can tell you that <laughs> it's much. It's not Danny. <laughs> I think Kiana. Go on. Well, I, I don't know whether Virla will be the first to wake up, but he will not stay in sentry mode or whatever for any longer than, you know, I think the six hours that is required for him to, to rest up. So. In that case, it's Excellent. probably going to be Virla. Then, Virla, as we left with you, so we pick up again. You come to the ship itself quiet. The outside still a little chaotic, a little bit noisy, but the field of protection that the Gitzerai Citadel generates around itself, to which you guys are anchored, does provide some protection. So the ship is never battered or tossed or anything, just in the distance. There's still the sound occasionally of rocks colliding, a fire going off, and yet even this is somewhat muffled by the efforts of the monks present. You come to leave your room. It seems that everyone is still asleep. Those who have been on the Astral Sea and unable to really enjoy a restful night are still asleep, and those who fought their way through hell and high water to get to those also still asleep after the trials. You check in, all of the Mechanites are still unconscious in their sentry mode. This actually is kind of spooky looking because they're basically all standing in the kitchen <laughs> like that one scene from iRobot where they're looking for Sunny. Uh, they're all just yeah. standing there like mannequins, but that's so spooky to you. You are a Mechanite. Kiana is asleep on the deck. Finbar, I assume, asleep in his room. Mm-hmm. Voss, I think, is asleep in the crow's nest. Yes, correct. Yeah. And correct. Danny is asleep in the uh, engine room. What would you like to do? As, as Virla... I think, tries to figure out what he wants to do. I think he'll start by going to the helm and just more more just to keep himself busy than anything else, just check that the uh, vitals of the ship are okay. Just kind of, I don't know, fiddle some dials and tap on some gauges. Excellent. Though the ship has sustained no damage from your previous adventure, still you go through the motions, rest your nerves as tightly wound as they currently are. Kiana, I'll say with your pretty good perception, you can hear Virla like fiddling around and wake up from your sleep. You see the shadow of the citadel looming over you and the silhouette of Virla futzing about inside of the uh, cockpit, the, the, the uh, helm chamber. Yeah, that tracks. Um... <laughs> So the last time I dealt with any of this, uh, I attempted to coax Eden into some fight therapy, and it worked. Uh, A little bit. A little bit. She didn't actually punch me, but, like, the sentiment was there. Oh, I hate looking at a problem I have no idea how to solve. 
Was that red or, or yes. uh, uh, Kiana? <laughs> you can try punching Verla. No, no. Red, that's Canada's not how fight therapy punching works. Punching everyone on the ship until something happens. Fight mm -hmm. therapy is about letting the other person punch you. <laughs> Kiana makes Verla feel better despite beating the shit out of him. <laughs> this is how bad you could feel. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, I think I'll wake up uh, and I will use my latent command of the chaos of Limbo to make a little mini paraspora and little minis of all the people currently on it and just start like arranging them like where, okay. where they might be able to fit Aww. like alright my room's, my room's D &D up for grabs D &D. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect 115th scale or she's playing sims <laughs> let's run a simulation however you want up oh, they're all dead <laughs> no come on um, I took the ladder out of the engine room and Danny drowned somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Grim Reaper? <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to animate them a little bit like, oh, this, this is weirder than I thought yeah. it would be. Because I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Kiana thinks anybody's leaving the ship. I, I think she's just, that's not, uh, she's got no say in it and also it doesn't make sense for her. So I think she's just like, all right, where are we going to fit everybody? Um, Amazing. Yeah. Actually, um, Viola, could I have you a roll a perception check? Sure. I forgot to should have had you do this before, but... Okay, mister, this is the first roll of the season. You've been good to me last season. First roll of the season. Uh, Everything hinges granted. on this. If you fuck it up, the whole season's downhill. Per uh, perception? Yeah. Nine. <laughs> Nine? Dead yeah, average. Cool. You continue to fuss about. Kiana is observing, unsure how to help. Uh, Finbar, you're in your room, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll say, uh, we'll cut to the engine room. Danny, you had a hard time falling asleep in your hammock because you're now nine Little inches taller than you were. Little legs are hanging out the end. Oh, your pants are yeah. uh, the <laughs> What is the image of Danny sleeping? Uh, I imagine that she rotates between her stomach and her back throughout the night, so she kind of gets tangled up and just like limbs everywhere. <laughs> Uh, it, is, it doesn't look, like, comfortable, but she is clearly deeply, deeply in sleep and resting. Nice. Uh, well, deeply in sleep and resting, kind of like head-turned drool coming out. Yeah, it's not graceful. Uh, you, you hear a small sound inside of the engine room that kind of brings you awake. Uh, and as you open your eyes, you see that standing in the engine room is Caleb in his sort of meshy armor form, uh, just kind of like looking around at things. Doesn't seem to notice that you're awake, but he does have like metal feet, so. I will attempt to get out of my hammock and in the process inevitably roll over and fall out. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> what are you doing? You scare the shit out of him. Yeah. Sorry! Sorry! People are still asleep. I thought you were still asleep. I was! Sorry. Just, you know, I don't really need to sleep that long, even before, uh, my brain's very active, I just wanted to check out what you've done in here, sorry I can go if you want to go back to sleep don't touch anything and I'll climb back into the bunk <laughs> okay, well, that's dismissive what's uh I see you got like a patch here on the what's, what's that all about on the Motor Force generator. 
You should try throwing something at it. It goes great. <laughs> like a metaphorical, like throwing an idea I'll and seeing what sticks sort I'll of situation. Danny will face down in the bunk, in the hammock, like <laughs> pull an arm around on the side shelves that she's installed, quote unquote. Grab a like, you know, like a bolt and chuck it over to him. No, throw that bolt at it. See what happens. Oh, I thought you could throw it past. I don't <laughs> make a persuasion check. Seventeen. <laughs> I have a plus five to persuasion. Dang. Danny's very persuasive. I know you do. <laughs> Who could ignore this voice? <laughs> Her machinations are an enigma. You. All right, I'm going to go against my better judgment on this one. Uh, he'll go ahead and throw the... He's, he's a mechanical body. He's pretty pinpoint precision. Like, he throws it right at where the target, quote, the patch is on the motor force generator. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a d6, yes. Sophia? Let me know if you get a six. I can't remember if it's six or one. We'll just call it six. I got a one. One. Are we sure it wasn't one? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'll look up. God, I wrote it somewhere. I wrote the rules. Oh, God. I don't remember where I put them. Hold on. I think it's on the press, bro. Lucky Bolt. It's back. Shake off the cobwebs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I called it on a on a one, so. Or on a six, and I don't know. Ah, stats are right now. Anyway, so you, he throws it. Nothing happens. He goes, oh, so it's like, um you know, like, how stable you've made it kind of situation. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, look, you can look around and just don't touch anything. I'm gonna sleep here for longer. I'm so tired. Okay. Just slowly backs away and... Trips over uh, plug, I mean, inevitably. <laughs> yeah, Sneeze a little bit, too. It's a mechanite thing. <laughs> he, yeah, <laughs> you dismiss him. He goes, uh, fantastic. Voss. Voss. Remember Voss is here. Voss, <sighs> the sound of tinkering below you and the sound of pure unbridled chaos being forced into form in the form of uh, scale miniatures and then played with uh, with little narration involved <laughs> brings you to consciousness. Uh, he, I guess this is the best sleep he's gotten in a while. You know, he was in a prison cell for um, uh, a little bit. Uh, Exciting to get out. He got to watch the very strange crew of the Paraspa uh, sort of come together of both old and new. He kind of feels that he he's he's overstepping his boundaries just a little bit. Up here in the crow's nest, I guess uh, he'll pull out his harmonica. You know, give it a, a couple of toots. <laughs> uh, look over at the uh, whirling chaos you know, right outside of the ship. He's thinking about home. He hasn't been home in a while. He's thinking about uh, how much of the world has changed. And technically, this is the first time in a very long time where he gets to decide where he goes next. Not entirely sure where to go from here. Besides home. It's a good direction to have. Speaking of... At this point, your harmonica, people start to rouse now at the sound of music being played. So I'll go, say, go ahead and say everyone starts to wake up. Caleb, who is awake, comes up to you, Virla, who is currently at the helm. And, like, kind of gives a glance at your work. Pretty good shape. 
honestly. All things considered. Uh... You Is this layout at all similar to what you remember? He kind of looks at it. He's like... Yeah, I mean, broad strokes looks pretty similar. It's the same helm installed, the same uh, same motor force generator. The in-between bits, it looks like most things have been replaced, but I mean, everything's still going A to B to C, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Do you dally with this now? You were never really one for the this part of it when, you know. Uh, well, needs must, but it's mainly Danny's purview. I don't know if you've taken the time to really meet her yet. Uh, I tried to take the time to really meet her. She seems dismissive and aloof. Oh, that's because it's early. Try her at noon. <laughs> she also only died, died yesterday. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So, maybe maybe give it till late afternoon, given those circumstances. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well... That's the question, right? He kind of like looks around. He's like, everything's really quiet now, but we all know who's going to be up in a couple minutes. And uh, decisions about where we're going to be by noon. What do we do? Going to be hot, right? Well, eat, eat in, there there's no point in making decisions on an empty stomach. No, I think... He's sort of up and groggy. He's wearing like a set of pajamas that you guys like haven't really seen dude. him. It's the like those like button up like satiny pajamas, but he's got little like yeah. uh, pixies embroidered all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got fuzzy slippers, yeah. you know, all that. <laughs> Damn. Um, Half single candle. But the slippers yeah. are made well, of like uh, husband mode. you know. The candle's actually just a little fairy sitting on top of the wig. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a nice pointy uh, cap. Scrooge. Everybody's <laughs> a Scrooge hat, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, oh, I'll, I'll whip something up. Can uh, someone help me move the other uh, robots around the, the kid? I don't know how to disturb. I don't know how to do Oh, uh, I'll go get them. That's, uh, yeah. Probably can, no one I else should wake too. Eden up. Uh, yeah, or, sure. I could try waking Eden up. He doesn't know about you guys talking, so he's like, oh... No, no, she owes me a punch, that's... it's fine. <laughs> hmm. My social skills have really I, decayed in the last I, three years. I think I'm just distracted, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm like trying to fit two people in the engine room, and it's not working. <laughs> I accidentally perfectly rendered all the junk in there, and now there's no space for anything. <laughs> it's not junk, it's projects. <laughs> yeah, Virla and... Caleb, go down to rouse everyone. Uh, Finbar, what's for breakfast, man? What <laughs> is for these. breakfast? Um, somebody roll me a a d100. Hell yeah, I oh love God. those. <laughs> Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Leftover translucent crayfish stew. Ooh. Must have had that uh, prepared at some point. Um, it's it's early in the morning. It's been a long couple of days. He just reheats. You can it. you can phone it in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. it in the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's better for breakfast than reheated uh, crustacean bisque? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I love me you a know how seafood in, in the microwave is what you want for breakfast. <laughs> it's, it's a very it's a slow morning for everyone. <laughs> everyone is awoken by the distinct smell of fish <laughs> in the microwave. Yep, <laughs> mm -hmm. like the, the worst guy in the, the office. 
I made salmon the other day, and everything smelled like salmon for the next three days. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. He'll 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 dress it up. You know, he'll dress it up a little bit. He knows how to reheat. He uses an air fryer, not a microwave. That's the secret, folks. Mm -hmm. How Uh, often I want you, the person, to walk me through how you're putting a bunch of bisque into an air fryer to? (laughs) I don't know one. In a bowl, obviously. I use a microwave. I'm not one of them. Magic exists. Magic exists. <laughs> Magic exists. Magic exists. Air yeah. fryers yeah. actually work by funneling specifically from the hottest points of the elemental plane of air. Um, exactly. Disinspiration. Yeah. Too, yeah. Uh, now everyone gathers uh, the the refreshingly warm, uh, if you know, leftover breakfast is brought, and everyone scrambles to find enough chairs to put them around a table. Virla and Caleb, you like move everything over. Uh, Sierra is, like picks the table up herself, and then you guys start like bringing chairs in from where you can find them to fill in all the seats. If if we need to and... get barrels from the cargo hold, like yeah, like basically, yeah, basically, can I imagine more chairs? At. Does that work? Or are they too oh. big? Yes, it would t- like you'd have to focus on it the whole time. But yeah, you could get some more chairs. <laughs> actually, the potential of forgetting it, yeah. to keep them going. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough bowls. I have to Mix get them all like, up mugs and play chair out. We, gotta, we can imagine like, more bowls. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kiana, make a make a wisdom check. Me. Yeah. Oh well. If, if you're imagining more shit. Yeah. <laughs> Save. Uh, okay. Seventeen. Hmm. Uh, seventeen. You can create the bowls. Great. All right. Chairs might have to wait. Chairs. You gotta get some barrels. They're a little too large mm-hmm. for you to like. You, you're able to like. You start forming, and you see like Lego uh, in Lego video games being built, like the planks. But then <laughs> as you start to get to the top, like the bottom ones start disappearing because it's, it's just. Oh, that's pretty cool. First actually. off, it's early. You just had a big fight. Uh, the smell of reheated lobster is filling your nose. You're, uh, you're, you're a little distracted. So you're struggling with that, but you can, like, can, you can summon a whole spread. Honestly, like really nice looking bowls, mm-hmm. bowls, spoons, everything. You know, fit, magically fills up as Finbar's like starting to like carry. You know, an overburdened server starting to carry mugs and shit into mm-hmm. the room. Everyone, uh, Eden included, sits down. Uh, which is the moment, Virla, you realize that Aster is actually not present among anyone. I was gonna ask, what, where is is she okay? Where? Uh, they're like, everyone kind of looks around. They do sentry mode, but like, they don't have to. Like, they close their eyes. They yeah. don't have to. So everyone's she, she like, was, she was with us when when we all went. Yeah, to she sleep. went to bed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should we look for her? Do you guys care? I'm joking. Yeah, yes. Do you guys want to look for her? <laughs> what do you mean? I so care. The whole trying to get them. I mind linked with her you, for a second. <laughs> you look around uh, as, uh, like, you know, Caleb kind of, like, realizes as well at the same time you do, Virla. Um, it's like, have you seen? Did she visit you on the deck? No, I, not at all. I. Did you check the projection room was... yet? Hmm. I go to the projection room. <laughs> You immediately go up open. Uh, The whole room is dark, illuminated with stars. Uh, And Aster is just sitting crisscross applesauce on the floor, uh, looking up at them. Good job, Danny. Yeah, and Danny starts shoveling soup into her mouth. (laughs) Can I join her? I don't want to disturb her necessarily, but I also just want to make my presence known to her. So I kind of want to sit down crisscross applesauce next to her. Cross-legged. 
You go. Crisscross applesauce is the technical term. If there's anything I learned in kindergarten, it's called crisscross applesauce. Everyone knows everything we learn in kindergarten remains true for the rest of our lives and never needs updating. Tell that to the Pluto Pluto generation. (laughs) 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 We've been deeply affected. Yeah. It's actually a dish you can learn to make. Uh, You gotta be careful. If you make it wrong, you get confused from your left and your right because you're crisscrossed, but that's neither (laughs) here nor there. I think you're talking about Pluto. So, Virla sits down. You yeah. go and sit. <laughs> yeah. She just looking. She looks up, and then as you sit, she gives a quick, like, slight head turn, turns the eyes to look at you, glance, and then looks back up. Not nervously, not excitedly, just kind of a neutral um, observation. We're going to eat in a little bit if you would like to join us. Um, I know <laughs> we don't need to eat. Um, but I have found that the communal aspect has helped me, but for the first time in a while, you are free to do as you wish, and I do not want to deprive you of that. Make a persuasion check. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) One. Not a oh natural my. one. I rolled oh. a three minus two. <laughs> Dirty one. She does the kind of thing that a dog does, where she just kind of like blinks and turns her eyes towards you, then blinks back up, and doesn't move from her seat. Doesn't make any motion to move. I will. I will take that as a no. I don't say that, but I will just sort of uh, give a nod and then get up and go down to the, the 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 dining room to reassure everyone that Aster is okay. Okay. You come in. Caleb gives a little, like, kind of, like, well kind of hands, and then and notices, and then, right, awesome. Sierra sits down, takes two bowls in front of her immediately. Um, Eden sits and kind of, like, stirs it, but doesn't say anything. Uh, and then, uh, does Voss join, or is Voss... He's just bang- hanging out in the doorway. Um, <laughs> he he stopped himself... Uh, a, a mug uh, with uh, this stew in it. I hope there's like a trap just door watching. in the kitchen that you could just pop your head through. Like, there like is that. one under the table. <laughs> so then. Voss standing off. The crew sits finally. Eden, Sierra, Caleb also around the table. A moment of awkward silence unless anyone says anything. I'm having a great time, but I also have the model boat up next to my soup, so if anyone wants to see the seating arrangements I've figured out. Yeah, Danny's just what noisily slurping soup up. No care for manners. What do you, would you would you are you comfortable sharing what you're doing, Kiana? I am <laughs> curious. Oh, I was figuring out how how everyone could fit. It's Can- nice, right? Limbo's really fun. You should try imagining more stuff. Can I make can another you, bowl? Can you elaborate by what, what you mean yeah. by that? <laughs> another bowl just materializes next yes. to you. Yes. <laughs> no, the first thing, not the other oh. thing. <laughs> I mean, there's more of us, but this is a ship that's, you know, it's a big ship. There's a lot of space. So I was figuring out where everyone could go. <laughs> wow. See, plug, plug jumps on the table. Yes, plug. <laughs> yes, plug. I, uh, I oh, suppose. Hold on, can I sneeze? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I suppose this sort of segues into a conversation we might need to have. Uh, I turn to uh, the current crew of the Prospera, Danny, Kiana, and Finbar, and I say, last night, 
I had explained the situation of the ship to them. I do not want to... <laughs> you can believe me or not, I do not want to keep anything hidden. I want things to be transparent as far as our expectations going forward for this crew and for those who wish to remain what it is you are signing up for or rather who it is you have signed up under um, this ship does not belong to anyone here it was found after being adrift for some time by a under the most generous of definitions, a businessman. Um, it was only through Danny's efforts that the ship was restored to working order and the shape you see today. But it was her boss, Otto, that claimed the rights to the ship and for all intents and purposes within the Hall of Concordance. It is. That does not mean, necessarily, that we answer to his beck and call. For a long while, we have been free to do as we pleased, as long as when... As long as we returned to the city of Brass frequently, and performed Otto's jobs admirably. Um, admittedly, that relationship has decayed somewhat and we are maybe under a bit more strict watch uh, all this to say is that we will have to return to brass in a matter of time a short matter of time if I remember correctly pretty much immediately and, yeah we'll give it about a week you estimate before now that your contract with Delphine is done the payment is not renewed and Otto will expect you to do or say something about that. Yes. And, um, but that's broad strokes. That's high up. As I said, it, it honestly does not affect us too often day to day. What will is having to contend with the notion that a group of people have been forced out of their home and through no fault of their own, another group of people have made it their home and now that first group has returned. Um, Kiana, I commend your efforts to trying to make sure that there is a home for all of us here. I just want to confirm that is what everyone wants, or if that is what they do not want. There's a pause. Virla, you hear Emmy in your head go, Wow, that was like really good. <laughs> I, I fulfilled my monologue of season quota, so perfect. Get it out of the way early. Yeah. Front Immediately, like as you hear that, Sierra like kind of like looks down at the second bowl that she's halfway through, and then looks up to you and says, "The mean guy owns the ship now." Yeah. <laughs> Should I kill him? See, Once she gets again, it. we are not killing my uncle. I feel like I have to broach this subject so frequently these days. 
morality. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know if it was a bad idea. Morals and ethics aside, he has not done anything illegal. <laughs> not a bad idea. I Got the boss see. seal of approval. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> Caleb scratches his chin, which is kind of a weird, like, metal on metal. Uh, as far as you know, mechanates don't really itch. It's just kind of like a mannerism he has. Uh, kind of scratches his chin, uh, and he says... Well, it sounds like it's a less than ideal setup. If we're gonna keep using the nicest terms, <laughs> what are you guys doing, if anything, about it? Well, in all honesty, there hasn't been much we've been doing about it. We've been a little. We have been um, a little bit busy finding you guys first. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want well, to. Well, I make... mean, listen. I'm not to put the, thank you I, I, I would say that's a priority definitely I definitely appreciate that uh, they're not trying to you know crack the crack the reins on this or anything here because uh, you know gods know everything that's happened but just as you, you put a problem out of you know where's the solution you know yeah I, I will also reiterate that this has not necessarily been a problem until relatively recently and so as Kiana said because we were preoccupied with finding you all. We haven't given a lot of thought whether this is something we should work uh, against. I mean, Be I'm in camp. We should definitely do that because, uh, Danny, I know you like Otto, and that's fine. You can like Otto. I don't like Otto. <laughs> he's he's Otto's mean. fine. Is he? He's fine. Likes a strong word, but he's manageable. I don't know okay. about manageable. Personal relationship society owns the ship. Yeah. That is my stance. You see, I mean, who go on, Finbar? You're the smart one. That contract, it has to be out of, a way out of it. That ship belongs to y'all. Y'all would be able to do half the things you do. Eden gives like a, a short little like laugh <laughs> when you say that, Finbar. All I'm saying is what I see. I see a big happy family here. About it. Poor him aboard this ship and it'd be a shame for all that to go away just because Otto likes uh, his uh, his gold every once in a while and insists on pulling us along any which way he, he wants so if there's a way to get that ship out from under him I said we do it now of course if he wants us to do jobs for him like, we could still do that, but I think it's got to be on our terms. It's only fair. Caleb still, like, goes back to scratching again. There's kind of, you kind of get this, little, like, his, like, I'm thinking through a problem kind of state of being, right? Mm -hmm. Where he kind of starts, like, his eyes move around like he's doing math in his head, and he's like, I mean, you know, all the concordance, it's a tough nut to crack, but... It's not it's certainly not like there's never been a law that's been broken in the universe. Uh, we got fifty percent of its chaos, so you know mm -hmm. they figured something out. Um, make more bowls. Uh, just kind of starts like mumbling to himself. Uh, at which point, eating go, uh, stops stirring the food, puts a spoon down, slides the bowl forward a little bit, and says, "I'm sorry. This is all a problem we need to solve. Why? So this guy s says he owns the ship, does own the ship. This is." Who cares? That is the other thing. Again, on a day-to-day -day basis, this does not affect us all that much. Until the... we go back to brass, and then all of a sudden it does a lot. It's kind of how it's, it seems to have gone. 
Yeah. No, my question is why even that part matters. Because it seems to me that the real owner of the ship died, and he didn't leave it to anyone. Mm -hmm. So, I know that you guys are all masquerading with, you know, you guys found the ship, and so it's yours, and Virla was on the ship, so it still belongs to him because he's stuck with it. But, like, I'm sorry, and, she, like, Caleb starts to say something, she puts her hand up, she's, no, no, like, I'm sorry. I know that I was pissy yesterday from a lot, and I'm still pissy, and it's gonna take a long time for that to come down, and seriously thank you guys for saving me because i don't know what we would have done if you hadn't fight therapy work why are we doing anything but why are we pretending that this is anyone other than just some guy walking around with virla's face who says he owns the ship because he woke up on it and some other dude who says he owned the ship because he bought it as far as i'm concerned there's one guy who owns the ship and he's dead, so if the ship belongs anywhere, it's at the bottom of the sea with him. I want you to take a look around at the state of the ship right now. I want you to go to the two rooms upstairs that look completely brand spanking new, and the engine that's in one goddamn piece. And then I want you to look me in the eyes and tell me that you think that the ship would be completely fine if I hadn't found it with my own goddamn mind and hands fixed it up from scraps. Because right now, you wouldn't be saved. Virla over there would be turned off. And this would be a hunk of junk on the Astral Sea. So I don't care if you want to be pissy about it. This ship belongs to us currently. We put our blood, sweat, and tears into it. It wouldn't be flying if I didn't fix it up every goddamn day. And Virla is the reason that it's flying currently. So it's his ship. It's, <laughs> it's not a hunk of junk anymore. He's not some rando. He bothered to save you. It's cost us so much. <laughs> this ship matters. And it's ours. Yeah. I heard a bunch of justifications on why you think it should belong to you. And all I'm saying is, I'm sure Otto's got this auto dude has the same ones. So... Even, what are you actually suggesting? I'm suggesting that this isn't a problem we need to solve, and if you guys want us off the ship, we should just get going. Because it seems like we've stumbled into a bunch of drama with a bunch of people we don't know fighting over something that belongs to none of them, and frankly, none of us either. Sorry, Sierra. Sorry, Caleb. Frankly, if there was anyone that Emerson was going to leave it to, the only person he probably trusted to keep it safe was Dexter, and look how that turned out. Okay. And after all this, Eden, I'm sorry. What do you want? What happens to you now? Where are you going? Where, 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 where are you plan on doing now that you're free? She pauses for a moment. I'm just waiting to see which way the wind blows. So I know where to put my sail. She looks to Caleb now. Uh, he goes, Look, we sleep, but we don't really sleep. I was, you know, thinking about this a lot last night. And, um,. Gods know I miss this ship. I miss this ship a lot. And I miss the people that were on it. And I miss what we were doing. And I'm sure that those good old days, that I could come to find new ones here. But the Prospero wasn't my first home. It's not been my only home. I'll find more. There's a place, I mean, well, you don't know this anymore, Vila, but you know. I have a home in Mechanus in two. It's not much, but it's just one I haven't been to in a while, and, you know, I wasn't in any hurry to get back there, but now, maybe I should be hurrying. Maybe, uh, 
Occam's razor is the easiest way to do this. Just find the simplest solution. Whose razor? <laughs> exactly. Occam. He's a very famous wizard. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Occam's Magnificent Mansion, you know? <laughs> Occam's, Mag Occam's Magnificent Razor. Occ Occam's Magnificent Razor is a ninth level spell where you summon a giant blade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Reflavored Blade of Destruction. You get the uh, Buster Sword in Final Fantasy. Yeah. Buster Sword. Buster Sword's out there, guys. Um, <laughs> this is fair. You make a good point. There is, there is a lot of baggage associated with both the passengers of the ship and the ship itself, but honestly, we could cut through that and just look at the options that we have. I am also not in favor of sinking this ship. This Wait, we were actually considering sinking the ship? There's absolutely no circumstances the ship. where the ship I is was, sunk. I do not want to... I do not want to devalue any option that is given to us. Nor do I want to devalue anyone's opinions here. I appreciate that, mate. <laughs> we uh -huh. will get to you later. <laughs> Everyone just turns slowly towards Vass. Just very noisily. Vass. Towards, Vass towards Vass standing menacingly in the doorway. Like fancy water. <laughs> um, the options available to us are the old crew of the Prospera finds home elsewhere. Perhaps you ha there has been a place you have called home before. Um, but it could be that we simply return or, or try to return to some semblance of what was before. And the non... Danny, Kiana, and Finbar will remain on the ship as it is under Otto's purview. Another option, some or all of us comprise a new crew of the Paraspora. And we learn this new dynamic. I will be honest, there are aspects that I do not know how to navigate. I do not know what it means to have two engineers on the ship. Um, and so that will have to be one of the challenges that that would traverse, but it is not impossible. And nor do I want to suggest that because it is difficult, it is not worth doing, because it absolutely is. This is also an option, and I will say it for the sake of things, but I'm personally not in favor of it necessarily. Uh, we give the ship to you. The mm. crew of the Paraspera back to no their offense, original owners. Virla, but that's not your offer to make. Yes. No, it sounds like it's this auto guys, honestly. I mean, as long as the ship returns to Otto, I don't think he really cares who's on it. I don't think he'd notice, to be completely honest. <laughs> You're like, were you guys always more Meganites? Yeah, okay. I think you three, he might not notice. I think he'd get a little weirded out if his one actual employee wasn't on the ship. Yeah, that's true. He's going to be weirded out that you're nine inches taller, too. But uh, He didn't notice when it turned blue. I don't think the inches of height are going to make that much of a difference. Depends <laughs> on if you're taller than him now. Mm. But no, Danny makes a good point. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Eden's right about one thing. Uh, we, we don't got to make this decision right now. It seems that the next couple of days, we got to go see Otto, see what's going on with him. The next couple of days, we got to figure out where they all going. You know, uh, Eden, if you need some place to be, some place different from all this, if you need some time out, you can come to Sigil. I know plenty of people who give you a job. It'll be hard work, but it'll be the kind of work that'll take your mind off of everything. Probably give you some time to get some money, 
figure out where to go next. Uh, or if you wish to return back home to Mechanus, we have the means to take you home. That is true. Well. Yeah. That too. Eden says uh, that goes for everybody. I'm from Acheron, actually, but point taken. Where, where did she say? You're from she Acheron. She said she's from Acheron, actually. No, but you take me there too. Yeah, Good that answer, would be what that... third visit. Yeah. That raises a lot of questions, but also answers some of them as well. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, all I'm saying is, uh, Sigil sounds a lot better than that place, in my opinion. And then some, someone's got to do something about that poor girl. Uh, You see, again, Caleb is like back investing the conversation. He's like, "Yeah, um, she. I don't know what she needs." Because mostly I fix chips, but she doesn't need a mechanic. That's for that's for damn certain. So she needs someone who can fix people, who can fix her problem. Uh, I know she's from Elysium, but I don't want to just, like, dump her there, even though it's a pretty cool place. You know? Do you guys know any... Well, well the monks here are very good at working through a lot of stuff. And our psychic, which could help bridge some communication gaps. Uh, I don't really know her, but given how she seems to have spent the last 12 hours looking at stars in that room, I think the thing that she needs most is to be out on the astral sea in some form, and then wherever she goes from there, she goes. Or perhaps with other people who worship the same god as her. The thing is, she's been on the astral sea, technically. She hasn't been able to see the stars, it's just I don't know if that helps her. I Um, I don't know about any of that, but yeah. Elysium? Elysium sounds mighty nice right now. It's a good if, point. If y'all could, uh, 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 while we're on it, why don't we do, if someone would like to make a religion check, not it. that would be totally groovy. This feels like um, a if anyone wants to also make like a, a history or arcana check about what's up with Elysium, uh, they can also do that. This feels all like Virla rolls. I'm a roll for, <laughs> I'm just gonna roll. Fair enough. Well, I, uh, Finbar might want to yeah, do yeah, a religion Finbar roll, because he's yes. also a god, uh, a god-fearing <laughs> man. Danny goes uh, okay, back to slurping up some soup. Angrier this time. The slurps are getting angrier. Oh, wait, and angrier. I got the Foley. Hold on. <laughs> okay, but oh, do it. I, I, that was a great take. It needs more rage. <laughs> it needs more rage, yeah. Just like backwash it. Let me try. Let me try. Even with a minus two in religion, um, the, that's a 17. Yeah, you're all better than me. I got a 13. You got 13. Was that on a religion or check about Elysium? I was going to well Viralo is kind of excited to kind of have an opportunity to maybe connect more with the uh, the, the the divine side so I would say there's gotcha. a religion so that's we'll call that your religion if you'd also like to make a history archon check about Elysium you can sure. also do that we got checks oh. baby we got checks for days much better 22 22 okay so first off we'll do Elysium then we'll move over to uh, Saloon. So Elysium is the neutral good world. It's a world you have not been to. It is like many of the good world, good aligned planes, uh, pretty pastoral. It's definitely a place that is thought of well, but there's somewhat of a catch with Elysium, which is that it's a place where people are kind of innately prompt. The same way that hell over time will prompt you to be, uh, like lawful evil will t- pl- prompt you to be cruel and deceitful and you know cunning it's a place that prompts you to be selfless 
that also means that some over time, because it's so strongly aligned, that it has a, a way of kind of like not unmaking people, but kind of like pacifying them. So there's definitely a sense. There's not like there's not like a lot of civilization on Elysium because when you make a town what ends up happening is people just kind of like end up passing things to each other and it becomes very ideal and then it becomes very like sort of um what's the word I'm looking for uh post scarcity like post, communist utopia yeah it kind of becomes like post big hippie drug burning man kind of thing where everyone's kind of like pleasure center is fried because everyone's like so kind and then you they all kind of just wander away and the land is nice to them by its very nature so they're just kind of like fed and taken care of so to meet people from elysium is pretty rare because most of them kind of come out of there and hate it because it's not nice in the rest of the universe uh so the fact that aster is probably is from there is kind of a testament to her strength of character uh putting her back there would probably be an unkindness yeah well you can bring her back because it would be like gentle to her again um but she would probably just kind of like be without guidance like the world would just yeah. take care of her right mm -hmm. So you could drop her there by herself, but she would just kind of like wander and be kind of like gently happy. Mm, uh, if you guys also go there for too long, it's kind of the notion of um, in mythology with like fairy food, where like uh. if you eat like a berry, you're like, oh, human food tastes like cockroaches now. Where if you spend too long there and then you come out, you're like, oh, niceness was too nice. And now everything is hard and cold and sharp, right? So... Huh. It's kind of like a nice, it's a really nice place to go, but the longer you spend there, like, the the more you, you kind of lose, it, the, the greater chance you have of kind of, like, losing a little bit of yourself. Like um, molasses, just like... Yeah, exactly. So if you're planning to stay, it's actually a really nice place, but if you have any plans to, like, go or do anything or accomplish things, it's not as, as great. Um, that's not true of all places in it. Uh, uh, with the 22, you know that Mistress Realm is there, and uh -huh. uh, it's not just a bunch of passive people there uh so it's you know it it varies the same way that certain parts of hell vary right but that's the notion anyway i talked for a long time religion check over to you don't know any followers of saloon but saloon is a neutral good god within she's 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 a near capital g right mm -hmm. there are no like real capital g gods but she's pretty damn close she's one of the oldest she actually might be the oldest um she and char are like the birth of the planescape so you know that she's, like, pretty old. She has a lot of gods that fall under her purview. This includes basically any gods of, like, light, compassion, duty, kindness, right? Any of those, a lot of those gods report to her in a sense. So you do know that there might be, like, something to do there. You have met a rather high-ranking follower of a I light god actually yeah. um, find Hans. but <laughs> yeah. on that on that note as well the the monks are also insightful and you do know that there might be like if you leave her with enoch there might be they've done good work with the uh you know with kiana's old uh uh prison mates so mm -hmm. you do know that if you left them her with them then there's the chance that they could probably they, they would probably get her back on her feet and she would be able to kind of decide what to do right so with that religion check you're sort of facing two big options which is like help her a little bit so she can really decide what to do for herself or stick her with someone who might be better paired but then you're kind of making a decision for her right so 
I'm in camp. Let's get her back to the ability to make decisions for herself before making any decisions for her. It does but. seem it does seem rather weird to she she already seems in sort of a, a state of extreme trauma and unable to sort of communicate what she wants fully to put her in Elysium where that would simply it's not that it would amplify her like inability to communicate it's more that from what I understand she has no need to communicate because whatever she needs is 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 provided for her and so her the, the, the muscles the mental muscles that she needs to make decisions and decide whether something is good or bad will atrophy and that seems really gross <laughs> it does sound like kind of a nightmare yeah there's yeah there's definitely that sense so and i will say we're still in this conversation mm -hmm. but yeah. as far as decisions go the way we're going to play this out is you guys have one week before you need to be back with auto mm -hmm. so if you want to go places if you want to do things we can do little vignettes uh you know it's not like for example if you know, someone is leaving today. They have to leave this minute, but you know, over this port, this as we play this week out, they will leave at some point, right? If that's the decision mm -hmm. they make, for example. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I suppose to put the word of God into the world, I will communicate that generally that we don't have to make this decision now. Perhaps it can be something that we individually can think on as we, as we do the work of that the ship was meant to do. Which brings me to you, and I turn to look at Voss. Oh. <laughs> um, he smiles back, jagged teeth, sharp, says, I love this gross motherfucker. Hello. I, uh, I'm glad that you are no longer in the hold of the Githyanki, but uh, I can only speak for myself. I don't trust you. I knew you were a smart one. Yeah. Right on that the money. That being said, provisionally, as long as you don't, for whatever reason, backstab us, is there somewhere that you would like to go? You have mentioned your home in Isgard. I can't backstab you if I don't have a sword. And uh, you will, you will find a way. If I you drop sure. me up at Isgard, uh, I can get my sword. Then I'll come back. And if you want, I can backstab you. <laughs> How about we just take you to Eastgard and leave you there? Uh, that works too. Yeah. Or if there's somewhere else then, you wanted to go, we usually pit stop in Sigil. I don't know if that's also I, preferred. It's... Have, have Surely really you just been... want to take the most expedient route home off this ship. I, I like the ship. It's a nice ship. You run a nice ship. All of you seem like perfectly nice people. So far, he's uh, saying the things I like the most. I see no reason why this can go poorly. Uh, you got your own issues to work out. Not my problem. It won't overset my boundaries. Nothing like that. Um, but I would very much like the sword. And uh, if you ever need anything from me, you all seem like a lot of fun. Don't hesitate to uh, hit me up. Be, uh, I will keep it deep, deep, deep in the back of my mind. <laughs> and uh, when you go meet your captain, don't tell him about me. I 
I if it helps if you ever take the like assassination route, just makes my <laughs> just makes my life easier. Sure. How's Danny feeling now? <sighs> so tired. <laughs> Slurp more soup up. <laughs> so everyone wants to sink my ship or kill my uncle. You know that How meme about... of like the the soldier like t posing and like taking all the missiles and arrows in his back and like, guarding the bed of sleeping it's people. Uncle Otto, standing with Uncle Otto tucked in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, justified death threats. Danny. Why don't? Why do not? Why don't? Why don't we do the thing that is most readily apparent and available, and take Vas home? And everyone else can think and ruminate on the options set forward to them today. Yeah. Alright. Anybody okay. want to come with me? It'd be nice. I can show you around. Take break. Zero looks to Zero looks to Caleb, and he looks back and it gives a short little no shake of his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just me then. Oh, bloodless oh, boss. I, I wish we alone had time. again. I see how I it is. <laughs> It's all right. It's perfectly all right. right. Hmm. We don't have time. Whatever. Whatever. Well, Wait, uh, it's Eastgard. We've never been there. That sounds really oh, exciting. Oh, I see. We're still going. We're not gonna like push him through the really portal. Time for an adventure, but... Wait, wait. You're you're the girl who likes to fight everybody, right? Yeah. You you want to fight? Right now? Like now? Yeah. Not get, in the kitchen. Get me a sword. Somebody. Not in the dining room. Please not a, get not... me a sword, please. Go up oh. on deck if you're going to do that, if at all. <laughs> you can summon a sword if you want. There's also a sword in the bag of holding. We're not going to give him the great silver sword. <laughs> we could. Speaking of, it's been enough time that <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. that she's like, clean it out after as, breakfast. Asphyxiated, can right? Can you guys chill? I'm eating my soup. <laughs> uh, we have to go clean out the garbage disposal. Just <laughs> among us, that thing. Just push her over in the limbo. Well, let me know if you need to fish a war chief or whatever her rank was. I, I don't think we will be able to do that unless I shrink her. I can reduce I believe her. she was a kithrak. Well, you can't get her body out without shrinking. Well, if she's dead, you could probably break it a bunch, but ah, um, ah. if you want, you can just leave the body in there and take the sword out because the sword will come out. Yeah, I want out. the space. All you have to I, do is reach in and think of the sword and you'll get the sword. Oh, yeah, the space, like the, the weight and the volume. How long does shrink last? An uh, hour. Like, right. uh, yeah, no, Daddy it's will like way like, take out the bag of holding and like hold it over to be like, just shrink her now. I'll clean it out after breakfast and deal with whatever. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Thinking realistically, how long has it been? It's, it's been, been... How long has it been? Many hours. You guys slept. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so... She has for sure asphyxiated yeah, and died. Yeah, sure she's dead. She's for sure dead. Uh, barring any superhuman, uh, like things you don't know about, any normal <laughs> biological being would have suffocated long ago. I will ago not put point. it past her. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we can still get the uh, sword out. Air you don't need want. to breathe, for example. So you know yeah. that w they would be fine in there. Let's not do um, this in the dining room, Danny. Do you want to do this? <laughs> I was so in the engine room. Up. By the way, everyone gets a long rest. Um, if you didn't already, uh, if you, what you're gonna have to do is think of her, yes. reach in, pull out part of her dead body, then cast shrink, shrink. on it, yeah. and then yeah. pull the rest out. Yeah. This is so gross. I don't want to think about it. Let's go fist fight, Voss. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to some other nondescript place. I was just gonna go up on the deck and literally throw her overboard. It's like an endless you know void beneath us. I figured that would probably. You suffice. know what? Perfectly valid. Uh, let's go. Voss watches as you do this. You go a high-ranking member of his society overboard. Well, first I loot her pockets. 
Yeah, I want to take that armor off her and stuff. I'm having no part in this. <laughs> yeah, she, okay. Well, okay, first of all, I, actually, order of operations. I want to take the greatsword out first. Just, I, at the very least, if she's still alive, I want to deprive her of a weapon. <laughs> you reach in, think with the greatsword. Close your hand. Uh, cut it as you grab what is the end of the blade. Fuck. And lift out. And you realize the reason you're giving you the end is because still attached to the, to the handle is just the frozen hand. Okay. Just the rigor mortis hand of the Githyanki Supreme Commander. I will... I will unwrench the fingers from the hilt, keep it in, keep it, so, you know, so that I can do this dark bidding. I'm gonna toss the sword to Kiana and say, "There you go." Can I? Can I have the other half? Other half? That yes. You pull two things out. Oh no! Sword. <laughs> <and> arm. <laughs> You're not making a case. You're not making a very strong case for me to like you. I'm so sorry. I... Was that supposed to be? I, I don't mean, know. I, I don't say... know you. You baffle me, Githyanki. Does this count as the end of my long rest so I can use dedicated weapon, my monk ability, on this sword? <laughs> let's let's go ahead and say that you're going to have to, like, use uh, dedicated weapon. You're going to... This this fight, you're not used to it. It's going to be your first time ever using a, a greatsword. Oh, I see. Yeah, we're just... Anyway, I, I, I don't want to fight Voss with the silver greatsword. <laughs> I, I don't see why not, mate. Uh... I think... In all fairness, and I, I think Kiana does want to fight fairly, she will. Ha we will have to give you a sword. Oh, we're going to fight fat. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, we could do that. This is not. How anyway, this that is, whole conversation is, is happening. Danny is fully just completing the the task of cleaning out the bag of holding and the other right behind Virla. Like it's yeah, I've, overboard. I've, shrink, I've we're done. pulled her out. Yeah, I've, I've, I've dispelled shrink. I'm in the process of doffing her <laughs> armor. This yeah, is you, you take her. Uh, this is I dark. Can check what kind of armor she has it's non-magical but it is hold on um i believe she's wearing plate so it's like it's silver plate with a mm -hmm. with red ruby studded hold on my, my my thought is is if there was ever in an if there was ever a need for us to impersonate a get yankee again then this we need this on it is and plate. Be useful. how much All does right, the so armor cover i feel like a disguise would just well like someone would disguise self no, does that work? Like Not disguise really. self, you can make your armor and then look like whatever. So, it so the, armor the, tr the problem with disguise self is that it does not hold up to physical inspection. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, like, listen, it doesn't cost you anything to. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a pain in the ass to get it off this stiff body, but uh, other than that, it doesn't cost you anything. So you yeah. might as well have it because if you do need to disguise self, you can put on actual armor that would, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. hold up to a physical inspection. So it's just it's just plate armor. Yep. So you can go ahead if you want to put plate armor into your inventory, and then in like the notes, just write Gith Yankee because it has a very specific and sure. distinct uh, style. She got anything else on her? Uh, I won't have you roll an investigation check. Sadly, she does not. Overboard um, it is. It's not like she was out adventuring, so she wears her armor, carries her sword, and you know she's got like clothes underneath if you want. No. Like, she's got like a kind of no. she got kind of like a cool ruby headband. Okay. I guess it would technically be part of the armor, but you know you could just wear it if you wanted to. Actually, I just had a thought. Virla can wear heavy armor now. What? Virla can wear heavy armor. What? As well, a cleric. Well, you need a certain. What's your strength? Fuck. Thirteen. <laughs> uh, uh, that might be high enough for plate. Hold on. Plate? Uh, I don't know. A tanky wizard. 
is just the only thing passing through my mind right now. <laughs> so Blade is 15, sadly. <laughs> Fuck! So, All right. you can wear it. I think you just can't cast spells or uh, be useful. And your speed is halved or something. Or make yeah. attacks or something like that. Yeah. Alright, fair enough. I'll just stick it back in the bag. So. I'm gonna go back downstairs and go to bed while Kiana and that guy do whatever it is that they're doing. You guys got it handled? Great, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm about to get stabbed by a sword. If you want to see that, be really cool. Just, I'm not gonna stab you. This sword is really dangerous. You can if you want to. Is, I appreciate I'm, I'm, that. I'm saying you can. It's not. No, no. I, I want to get a feel for it first, but fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Well, Aster, you guys are on the deck. You've cleared out the back of holding. Are, are you guys going to spar? Do you actually want to do a play-by-play, or I... is this sort of a uh, <laughs> this sort of a uh, it's more of a, a, uh, a descriptive fight? That yeah, you just a little to. spar, just for just for shits and gigs. Mm-hmm. Cool. No one's actually really trying to hurt each other. No. No. Too bad. Uh, how does so we know how Kiana fights? Which Kiana, uh, if you want, you could like imagine like a buffer for your sword if you wanted to, kind of put like some <laughs> padding on it so that pool noodle. <laughs> yeah, basically, you could put yeah. like a pool noodle around it so that you can hit him with it if you want to give it a try. I don't want to do a nerf sword fight. I'll figure out the sword later. <laughs> okay. So if you're going fists, how does Voss fight? Um. He kind of, his movements sort of, uh, he uses to feign his actual strength. So uh, he, he moves fairly quickly, and the second he closes the gap, uh, you can tell that he puts an enormous amount of power behind each of his swings. Um, and uh, you know that he's a bard, and sort of uh, in between, when he takes a step back to recuperate, he takes out the harmonica. He <laughs> toots out a note, recuperates his mind, and goes right back in with the same astonishing amount of speed and power you wouldn't expect for someone who's so pale and gaunt. It's like an Elric-looking motherfucker now that I think about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, I do like the little doots for encouragement. That's a very fun way to do it. Yeah, I think it's just a lot of like dodging and rolling, you know, just basically mobility training against a, because he's, I assume, well, I'm not gonna assume that Voss might, is stronger than me, but definitely taller with more reach. So it's just, well, unless I pull out the arms. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's good strong. It's, it's, spre- it's stretching. It's good stuff. Definitely not stronger than you, but mm. he can keep up in terms of speed. Uh, yeah. I imagine there's a sense that he's magically augmenting himself as yeah. well. I mean, right? obviously. So, yeah. But I saw very cool to fight, thingy. you know. I, it's, it's you often, know what we can do? I, he can, he's going to try to grapple and pin you down. Ooh, does that work? Go for it. This is contested, so if you don't have the arms out, you can make an acrobatics check. Um, Okay. You could also make athletics, but it would just be with your strength. Yeah, it's no arms out today. It's good to practice without them. I rolled a nat one, which is a shame because my acrobatics is really good. Uh, Yeah, no, I I rolled really well. I rolled a 27. (laughs) Shockingly for someone, yeah, seemingly as frail, uh, not only, you know, he's quick, you think you're quicker, uh, and yet his speed and strength deceives you again, and he's able to, uh, I don't know how you pin her, but, you know, he <laughs> brings you down to the ground uh, with a grapple. I guard. <laughs> um, it's uh, simple, behind the head, gets your face down onto the ground. Um, uh, some, <laughs> somehow um, eases his foot onto your back and stands up, says, uh, quite the fighter. Can't wait to see you in Isgard. Push up. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, no, he, he catches him off guard. He steps back and says, all right. And then he helps you uh, the rest of the way up. Yeah. Very cool. At this point, Virla, you finish taking the armor off. It's a bit of a process. Uh, are you just you're just getting rid of the body? Yeah. Danny threw it overboard. Okay. So that's gone. That's gone. You yeah. you grab you put body up on the railing, grab the heels, throw it over. Uh, you turn around and Enoch is standing like ten feet away, having just watched you do the whole thing. What are you looking at? Actually, I... more accurately, don't worry about it. I don't know what you saw. I would advise you to just eject it from your mind. <laughs> uh, they just threw a Supreme ejected. Commander offboard. I don't like you, officially, now. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. The are all, all stuck up anyways. You wouldn't have gotten past them. <sighs> I think I previously mentioned Indeed. going back to bed. I think I'm going to go through with that and see the situation get awkward. <laughs> He just kind of watches you go, Danny. Um, Kiana, this is, you know, Voss helps you up here. Yep. At this point, Nyok turns to Virla and says, seeing like everyone else kind of occupied, turns to Virla and says, I take it everyone has slept well? Everyone has slept. Indeed. Well, I suppose that's more than could be hoped for given all the circumstances. I don't yes. mean to put any pressure on you. As you know, I'm here to help with whatever you might require. However, the presence of a Githy Yankee, even one who is a refugee from the Queen Vlocketh, this close to the Adamantine Citadel does make everyone nervous. So, I, yeah. if you have a venture in mind, whether one I could help with or not, uh, I would request you bring me up to speed so that I can ease their consciences and yeah. anxieties. We're going to be dropping I, I off at Easeguard. I kind of put a half a hand Fantastic. up and I'm just like, yes. you, you and I are on of the same mind on this. Do not worry. Um, you, you are correct. He has no hold for... He has, sorry, he holds no love for the Gith Queen. Um, that being said, his crest was in Easeguard and that is where he wishes to return. So that will be our first task. Uh, of the day. Enoch, you did not need yes. to accompany, accompany us. Your help was invaluable, but you, I do not... Whatever debts you may think you have to this crew have been paid sevenfold, elevenfold. You, if you wish, you can make the reason that you do not wish to be near a Githyanki refugee or not. We will not hold it against you, and in fact, I think most of us here would encourage that you go home and not feel like you need to be beholden to us. But don't get me wrong, we love your presence here. I, I love friend. you too, mate. <laughs> I, he looked, fully, he nasty I fully just flip him off. I. <laughs> you see, uh, Enoch turns to you and says, Trying to be friendly. Friend, yeah. Okay. This guy's fantastic. Your words ease my conscience, but not my heart. I consider our debt through, but you have a lifelong friend of me. If that was not clear, he places a hand on your shoulder. Yay. If that was not clear before, let it be so now. Yes. If you require anything at any time, you mean need merely send to me. We absolutely will do so. It was clear before. Now it is invisible. I don't do metaphors well. <laughs> 
It is an honor to be considered part of your Rakma. Oh. Uh, if we're basically we leaving Limbo, I'm going to bow to Enoch and then give him a big hug. He does the bow and he does the hug. Yes. Uh, there's only the smallest moment of hesitation where it's not something he often does. But even though they are aesthetics, they are not, the Gizere monk are not detached from emotion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually kind of think of like the airbenders, right? Yeah. Where they're, you know, they're, there's definitely a sense of like detachment from worldly possession and uh spirituality about the you know about the individual but there's also a great deal of like uh joy that they take in general right they, they can hug people it's okay they can <laughs> hug people that's what fine. i that's what i mean to say yeah. they can hug so he gives you a hug as well i will say if you guys are departing and you would discuss this if you wanted to leave aster here this would probably be the time oh, but if right. you want to take her with you then and this was the option for they can probably help her kind of get her get back to yeah, they can help her get her bearings, and then you know that they can also travel interplanar, so probably it wouldn't be too big a deal to get her somewhere else. That's what I was thinking, yeah. I, I want to confirm with the, the Eden, Caleb, and Sierra what yeah. they're thinking. Um, I, I thought that we could return to Limbo if, if we you know, made that decision later on. We still um, have the tuning fork, but we do also have a week deadline, basically. That is true, yeah. So... Um, I will go. I'll, I'll go back to the dining room where I presume the other mechanites are, um, and I will sort of say just on the order of Aster. It, it will put us on a bit of a tighter time schedule, but possible nonetheless if we were to return to Limbo in the future. But have we made a decision? Sorry, have you made a decision as to um, whether you would like where where you would like to? have Aster as she recuperates. Um, I do not want to make a decision on behalf of you all. Eden, I may not have used it in the same words, but your sentiment is correct. As much as I would hate to admit it, and as much as I would love an opportunity to rebuild that Virla Union. But for now, this decision is yours. Uh, <laughs> Eden can't really, like, let out a snort because she doesn't breathe, but, uh, you know, kind of gives that, like, notion, but doesn't say anything. Just kind of, like, stands there, guarded, arms folded. Been a couple hours. <laughs> she has not fully come around. Eden and uh, I are conversation. Really, really, what, really what happens is uh, Sierra and Kayla look at each other and Kayla says, I mean, we don't feel any different. Like, we're all... It's nice that you give all, you say all that, but we're all over our heads when it comes to this problem. If you think this is a good place, we trust your judgments. Um, you're the only one who has any idea. You, you, you guys are the only ones who have any ideas. So, you know, if uh, if you think this is a good place, then we trust you with it. I mean, there's an arc we haven't heard of Gizera. They're pretty famous for you know this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. I think people who can get her on her feet are good, and you know this place. You know these people. It seems like you can get back here pretty easily if you ever need to return for her. I, then... I will admit, we have it in good with the with the Gazeri. <laughs> um, good I cannot imagine of any safer place then. Provided that you hear, as you say, a safer place outside, you hear. It's <laughs> just a fireball erupts out of nothing. Oh, Provided she stays in the citadel. <laughs> <laughs> the whole ship kind of sways a little bit. He goes, "Yeah, that's you know. Deep, I don't know if she's gonna do a lot of wandering off." So. Deep in the citadel. <laughs> okay, 
I will go then talk to Enoch and make arrangements to um, have Aster stay here. Enoch is more than happy to have that uh, done. He says, I will speak to the leader of my Rachma immediately. We'll see about putting her in touch with Manyar immediately. Perhaps uh, he might be able to reach more deeply than any of the others. She seems a treasured friend. You have my word she will be taken care of. Thank you. And I don't know if this will be a fruitful endeavor, but I want to do it nonetheless. I want to go to Aster and ask her. (laughs) Uh, Or rather, just sort of a... We... Our intent is to leave you in limbo here. Um, You will be well cared for. And it will be with the goals that we can... uh, That they can help you stand back up again on your own I, I I don't know we want to do what's best for you I'm not going to force you to do anything I'd like you for you to make another persuasion check but I'd like you to do it with your wisdom score instead of your char- uh, charisma score sure <laughs> as you try to touch her with compassion rather than any force of personality uh 17 17 she doesn't say anything she briefly takes her eyes off what she's looking at looks you in the eye looks back up in the other direction of the stars and then takes a step forward and gives you a hug I, I hug her too okay Thank you, you lead her time. out and uh, Enoch welcomes her with two hands, takes hers, and then leads her off. Gives one more bow to Kiana, a nod to Virla, a nasty look to Foss, <laughs> and then safe travels, my friends. Yes. May whoever you find yourself up against make peace with their gods. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't have so said it better funny. myself. Alright, all right. how do we get to Eastgard? Eat the and the how do we get plank? out of limbo, first of all? <laughs> you can please shift back to the Astral Sea. True. You just it gotta sail to an Eastgard portal. Well, no, it hasn't been 24 hours, has it? Because we plane shifted to limbo, uh, right? Uh, we can say that technically not. Time. Yeah. But you guys, it's been, you know, you guys slept, and then you did breakfast, and you talked, and then you did finding yeah. right. You know, Fair some, some more systems good. checks. Some more systems checks could be done, and Fair if there's enough. any, you know, other conversations people want to have. But otherwise, it seems like there is no more status quo to update, and so mm-hmm. we will just. I actually did have one more thing. I'm so sorry. Yeah, please, no, don't be sorry. Uh, We're playing D&D, man. Whether it's it's you know, running diagnostics or getting us out of the way, I would ask Kiana to to help to take the first shift piloting. Um, sure. I want to go visit Danny. Yeah. Hong Shu. Me, cool. me, me. Danny is well, out. Yeah. Why don't we Danny's still say out? <laughs> some time well, passes. <laughs> uh, Danny was, Danny I was, was dead. I was fully so. dead. Yeah. Uh, Danny's allowed yeah. to sleep. I'm just yeah. kidding. Yeah. Why don't uh, we say a Finbar little bit of time passes? Like, cleaning up in the kitchen, and he's he would have seen like Vera come down. And you can tell he's trying to go talk to Danny. No, she's, she's asleep. Just let her sleep. Also, I imagine Sierra is helping me wash dishes. Oh. Um, Normally, oh like, yeah, Sierra's like to, Sierra's totally the kind of person who's like, oh, you need you need dishes, yeah, I get, <laughs> yeah. I get dishes. So it's, yeah, it's yeah, just a conga line of fairies, Finbar, yeah. Sierra, you know. 
Uh, amazing. You so Virla, are you gonna go in or no? I want to knock, but even if I don't get an answer, I'm just kind of, kind of <laughs> gently let myself in. <laughs> just kind of like a. Oh, what is that line from Fairly Odd Parents? I'm knocking to like respect your privacy, but as a parent, I'm coming in anyway, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good reference. Yeah. So, yeah. up. This is Danny and Vila. Yeah. You, Danny. I'll, I'll say you hear a knock. Yeah, you knock, you hear it. I'm up. <laughs> does she fall out of the hammock? Of course. Every time. Every morning, she does. <laughs> There's a little crater under it. She's an artificer. If she wanted to build a bed with posts and shit, she could. This but... is more convenient. No, a carved tie between two posts. (laughs) What's up? I kind of want to check to see if that cuckoo clock that I gave her has been worked on at all. (laughs) Has it? Danny worked on the clock. Lately? Since, like, yesterday? Like, at at all. At all. I mean, I assume when she got it, she fiddled with it a bit. But I think we've been a bit preoccupied with other stuff. Yeah. So she hasn't had too much time to, like, really dive into it. Danny's off the clock right now. I know that. I know that the day's discussions have been about um, very large logistical things. But, but you died, and I didn't want to brush that aside. I. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I can only say that the 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 idea that you. I'm, the idea that you died doing something that I had asked the crew to do that hurt that I, no hurts isn't I feel so I feel a lot of guilt towards that I, and I can't imagine that everyone casually saying to steal the ship back from Otto or to kill him would necessarily <laughs> help and assuage your feelings I don't... We don't have to get into anything right now. I just want to let you know that I hear you. I'm with you on this. We rescued my old crew, but you are my oldest friend. Aww. I appreciate it. I don't know what the answer to the ship's problems are. But I've been surviving for a lot longer than just about anyone on this ship has. Um, I'll keep doing it. Try not to let the guilt eat you up too much. We're all alive now. Everyone's on board the ship. Who's got to be on the ship? We're going to do what we got to do, and hopefully things will be back to normal before we know it. Just with a little bit new perspective. And I kind of look. <laughs> You're still taller than her, but yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. It's like eye level now. Yeah, it's uh, a little. How tall is Virla? Six nine. He's the funny number. Six, right, he's six nine. <laughs> yeah. So you're almost a foot taller than her, but you were almost two feet taller yes. than her. Yes. So. I'm gonna have um, to make some adjustments to some of the trapdoors, but I think that this will be a minor setback in the scope of the ship's repairs. Let me know if you need help, and I'd be happy to help you and work on it with you. But it's up to you. Maybe you want some things to be kept secret on this Yeah, ship. I appreciate the sentiment, but those trapdoors, they live up here. Danny points to her head. <laughs> okay. I've 
It's been about two months of me keeping secrets from the group. I don't want to leave things unsaid anymore now. And that's the last thing I'll say before I leave. That's so clearly the lead up to say, what do you, <laughs> that sounds like you're gonna say what? a secret. You have to understand that. <laughs> what? No, I, I'm serious. I, I don't have anything anymore. I- A likely uh, story. <laughs> oh shit, no, actually, fuck. <laughs> I may have, Okay, you can't tell anyone. Okay, you actually can't tell anyone about this. Pinky promise. Pinky promise. Brilla walks out, walks back in. I may Brilla have. Walks back in. I may. Ha- I may have entered a contract with the devil. What? <laughs> Please tell me I hear that through a trap door. <laughs> a with little... a passive perception of twenty-two. Oh, Finbar hears the, the just the what? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, am I? Is, I'll okay. be honest, it was such it, You know, oh man, I was really in a fucked up place if that <laughs> secret got eclipsed by an even bigger secret that I completely forgot when, about when it. When was this? This was during our sabbatical when Otto had sort of like landlocked us. Oh. Um, mm. I, Maxim had asked my help for something and it was to extract information out of a lore devil. Uh, for legal reasons, I cannot tell you his real name. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to now scan my 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 memory. Is there anything stipulating that I can't say what the contents of the contract were? I just can't give uh, out. I his... believe no. Okay. Obviously, I don't have the recording right in front of me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I believe no. And if there is, then we'll you know we'll say that you uh, skip around the details that could not be exposed but yeah sure. go ahead and explain yeah uh the the exchange was effectively um an old forgotten spell that is the shrink spell that that is the thing that i got from the lord devil in exchange uh in addition to not letting not giving anyone else his true name for legal reasons um if at any moment there was someone that i desired to kill and the opportunity was immediate and available. He could, at that moment, uh, have me not kill them. Oh, that's not so bad. That is the exchange. So you gotta just be murderous enough with people you don't have high emotional stakes for, and eventually he's gonna pop that off. Or just sit on it forever, and then you're good. In fairness, I haven't really been the one to kill many people lately. He's gonna um, say you should have gotten Kiana been, under contract. <laughs> Would have been awesome. It's been mostly Kiana, so that so that I'm actually kind of okay with this. Um, but full, legitimately full trip. Also, Mistra might have plans for me. I don't know what those plans are. That's God's <laughs> I, I feel like that's kind of less of a secret yeah. because I'm in the dark as well. Uh, I'm so sorry, Danny. For full transparency, <laughs> I uh, dominated in an illegal street race during our time off, so the Hellrider might need what some What the fuck? Out. That's awesome. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> why? W- wait, why wouldn't you want to tell anyone? <laughs> That's where do you think I got all the patches for the jacket from? Oh. <laughs> yeah, illegal street races give out patches. <laughs> I see, and there's one patch that says, like, <laughs> City number of Brass 2023 Drag Race. She got a, good, she got a goodie bag with yeah. a patch, her race number, uh, yeah. a cliff bar, and some <laughs> shop blocks. They've gentrified drag races now. There's no yeah. Yeah. the rest of us. That's pretty cool. That's a lot cooler than. Yeah. I know. 
So you use you use the bike. Yeah, Hellrider. It works great. I totally know what everything That's... on it does. <laughs> sure, I'll take I'll take your word on that. Um anyway, that's that's just kind of all I wanted to say. I think legitimately there is nothing else secret that you don't know. Can I ask what it is that you want now because I guess in my mind we deal with everyone's baggage and then we get to just go back to being the adventuring crew of the Paraspora. But I don't know if it sounds like that's what everyone necessarily wants. And I kind of want to prime myself for whatever's coming next. I'm going to be completely honest. My mind over these last few months and a little bit over two months has been very much occupied with one singular goal that I kind of didn't stop to think about what the situation would be afterwards. I need to take some time to think about that myself, but gut impulse, I, I want that as well. I guess I kind of foolishly thought that there were other homes that, you know, they could go home to and we could just go back to doing what it was we were doing. I, but you're right, that might not be the case. We might, it, I think, uh, on, speaking honestly, I think the end goal is the same the adventuring crew of the Paraspora. It's just that the composition of the crew of the Paraspora might change. I am sure of this, though. I'm not going anywhere. To dip back into a bit of bleakness, I died on the ship once. If I were to die again, it will be on this ship. Makes two of us, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Super healthy attitudes in the engine yeah. room tonight. Everyone's good here. No one think too hard. Just a big handshake. Then, Coping. Well, okay. Then let's shift this to a more positive light. I'm not going anywhere. And if you're not, then that means that we have each other. <laughs> Literal hand clasp That's for solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> it's at this point, bitch. you feel the plane shift, power up, and within a few moments, you guys are on the astral Ooh. sea. Destination in mind with sense. the uh, with some navigation from uh, your star man be able to lead you to a portal to Easgard in, uh, well... T uh, literally speaking, uh, you know, no time. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. So, <laughs> in a, you know, just the next, in a oh, well, brief enough period. I understand, I understand, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it the next notch-up? <laughs> What's up? Is, is it the next notch-up? Like, where is Eastguard? Uh, it's the next notch down. Eastguard uh -huh. is, uh, oh, is it? No, Eastguard no, no. uh, is not chaotic neutral. It is, you're uh, right. Eastguard is closer to Arboria. Available now on the, the Rolling with Typical Game. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so like, pull if, up the map of the Planescape. We're at 3 o'clock. Eastguard is like 2-ish o'clock. Like yeah, one, like where where the hour hand would be at those one thirty. One up from Limbo. It's between Limbo and Arboria. Yeah. Oh, so it is actually like. Yeah, it's. Right next it's door. pretty close. There's yeah. legitimately yeah. twelve. And then the next one is speed. the next one down is Limbo, and then it's the Abyss. I, I was 
placing cool. too many so guys. So Limbo in there. is the the pure chaos, uh, and then it looks like Arborea is chaotic good, and Easeguard is between those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's between chaotic good and true chaos. Yeah, one down uh, from Limbo neutral. is Pandemonium, and we don't want to go there. <laughs> we go in the opposite yeah. direction. Yeah, Pandemonium is the is the the maddening winds of Pandemonium. I don't know. Um, it's gotcha. a good time. So you guys set sail. Take some time. People go about their business the best way that they can. It's, you know, you've got three people staying on your, four people staying on your ship who are essentially like house guests when you guys have to go to work and do stuff, right? So they're just kind of like, everyone's got jobs to do and they're kind of like, oh, I guess I'll like, I don't know, you got like a dartboard or something? (laughs) You can poke around in the cargo hold. I uploaded a recording of um, Home Alone 2 Lost in Signal to the projection room. You could go like IMAX it, you know? (laughs) <laughs> then Marley leaves snacks. Extremely funny. Like, uh, I think Viral is going to be like when he's not the piloting the ship. At least he's going to be like the awkward house guest who, like, literally, I think all he's doing is kind of staying in his room, just kind of like twiddling his thumbs a bit, kind of ruminating on the events, and then just kind of like coming back. It's like, are you are you sure you guys don't need anything? I can <laughs> whatever you need. He's just very awkward about this whole situation. <laughs> I'm waiting for Eden to be loudly sulking near enough for me that I can open up conversation about her issues, but I'm not going to force anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> She's not super open. If you're not looking to force anything, uh, easy, <laughs> e- uh, an easy open does not come. So it's up to Kiana if she wants to push harder or hold back. I think I just want to get a feel for whether she actually wants to leave the ship or not, because she she seems awfully determined to make somebody else make that decision for her, presumably mm-hmm. so she can then be butthurt at them instead of herself. Um, Man, Red continues to roll <laughs> Nat 20 I, insight checks against me as a DM. I'm just trying to figure out like if this it's, is a, if giving her an enemy is better or letting her figure out that the true enemy is herself is better. I'm. I don't want you to roll an inspir- uh, roll an insight. I just want you to take an inspiration for. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Kiana, you. like literally, completely clocking what is going on <laughs> with, with Eden. How you approach that is entirely up to you. But go ahead and mark down an inspiration uh, for yourself. My charisma. Dang. <laughs> hey, you got a you got a charismatic guy on board now. If you want to get him involved. <laughs> No, he's not. <laughs> oh, I insult picked to intimidation me, Danny, with my extremely of... high charisma. <laughs> yeah. He is intimidating. I'll give you that. <laughs> I think I am just going to be whenever Eden is within earshot so that I can justify that I'm just friendly talking to her. I will be enumerating various fun things that we've done uh, with a with a wide range. So like, oh yeah, you know, fighting in the Colosseum, that was super exciting. And that one time I climbed that really tall tower in Sigil, man, I never thought I'd get to see views like that when I was in the Tenebris Cenobium and, you know, all that. It's just kind of like, boy, the world is sure vast and amazing. A lot of fun <laughs> things you can do. Pretty crazy. Yeah, so as you regale this, um, this woman who was in prison for three years up until uh, 12 hours ago. A lot of With all the fun, exciting things you've done. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> Look how free I was in this time. <laughs> and critically, after I was imprisoned underground, <laughs> knowing nothing except uh, training and what turned out to be a mind flare Fair conspiracy. Yeah, if we're yeah. comparing tragic backstories, like... <laughs> I'm not trying to have a sad measuring contest with her. That's what was it? Persuasion? Yeah, go ahead and make a persuasion. Oh, a taste yeah. plus one on that. <laughs> but I rolled an 18, so 19. There we go. 19. 
you you start regaling her. You mention the Colosseum. She smiles a little bit. She goes, uh... Oh, man. I had almost forgotten about that place. You know... Oh, you don't know. That's where we picked up Sierra, actually. Oh, that makes so much sense. Is she a gym member? Yeah, she's from, she's from Sigil, so... Oh. So. That's awesome. It was a good time. I'm lucky I didn't uh, have to fight her. They just kind of let you, you know... Uh, we, we just got a guest pass, so I didn't have to fight her in the in the ring. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness. But it's so Part fun. of me wonders, would that have been better? But a smarter, more self-preservation-based part of me is happy I didn't. So. It's a learning experience. But, and know, if you win, you, you get the great spa treatment. It's so relaxing. Word off it's like pain. more fun after it hurts. <laughs> it's more fun after it hurts. You can see, like, there's like a weird. <laughs> there's an upsetting moment where a lot happens where she hears it, understands it, agrees with it, and then realizing she agrees with it, begins to self reflect on <laughs> how she should feel about that. <laughs> Everything you gotta yeah. learn from that manual of bodily health concerning. <laughs> concerning. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out if you do something damaging enough, your body releases a lot of these tiny dolphins and they make you feel great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Dolphins. <laughs> that was really close to a spit take. <laughs> Everything made a lot more sense once I learned about the tiny dolphin thing. <laughs> called midichlorians. Um, <laughs> but are you in, in, dorf, in dolphins? In, I don't know. The power has to the There's... There's definitely a sense Andrea. you totally you've you've come you've hit the nail on the head in terms of like what she's waiting for, which is to not have to choose what she's going to do, um, because that is far more terrifying than just being angry about what's going on, right? Yeah. What's happening to her? But you do get a sense there's a lot of hostility here, but that as she comes down from being in a prison cell. The genuine, sorry, the general anger that she has had deflected sort of unanimously and uncritically at everyone has kind of toned it down to just like a seething uh, kind of like frustration at the situation, right? Yeah. And so as you come at her genuinely with these stories, she is also able to connect. If you were to push deeper on a more sensitive subject, unclear how that would react. But certainly here there is a sense that a lot of that just rage has sort of evaporated a little bit. That's good. I think I want to, once I, once I see that that approach is actually kind of connecting, I want to very slightly re-angle to the idea that it's very freeing and cool to be able to do and be a lot of different things, that you don't necessarily need to choose one thing and then that's you forever, that, you know, you can... You can try things and, and add things, and you can stop being something that you have been for a long time, and that thing is still a part of you. And just like you can get rid of a lot of choice paralysis by being aware of the fact that you can be and contain multitudes, and you're still gonna be you. I don't know. She seems like she's going through it. I'm not gonna play full therapist. I have to fucking fly the ship, but like, <laughs> you know. How do you. Do you express that sentiment, or is there. Like, is that exactly how you. Now, it's not, not as that ha verbatim how Kiana says it, yeah. but are those the sentiments she shares fully? 
Uh, it's, yeah, I think it mostly centers on um, when I started taking levels of Barbarian <laughs> and kind of realized, like, you know, this is the way I've been taught to fight my entire life and branching out from that, you know, baby steps. It's still a way to fight, but it's a different way to fight. And then you can do things that aren't even fighting. Uh, and I wasn't ready to do that when I first left the Cenobium, and that was okay. And I became ready after I tried a bunch of things and learned and spent time traveling. And it was all right that I wasn't ready to make that decision before. And it was also all right that I was ready to make that decision later after doing a bunch of different things. Uh, because we have time. That's kind of the beauty of it. Kind of ponders. She says, I appreciate what you're saying. Honestly. She says honestly, it kind of sounds like she's still being like, there's like kind of an edge to it, but you get the, you do get the sense that deeper, that's kind of how she talks. Uh, deeper down, she does mean it. She says, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Honestly. But I've only known how to do the one thing. I've only ever been one thing. And I don't know if I'm going to be happy sucking at something else. Well... Being angry at sucking at something is very good motivation to get better at that thing. A little Elise coming through there. Uh, <laughs> she taught me well the one time I tried cooking. <laughs> I've never known true fear before that day. She looks at you and she says, Let me ask you. Hmm? For your friends. Are you a weapon? I can be. It's not the only thing I am, but I know how to do it. And, it's and if you had to give everything else up to be the best at that for them. Oh, I couldn't do that. Would you do it? No, definitely not. That's why I ran away. That's what I could have been. I mean, I could have, I would have been turned into a mind flayer, but that's what I thought I could have been. You know, we, we sat and we trained and... And we meditated, and we trained, and we fought, and we trained, and we meditated more, and it was just all in service of becoming the absolute best at this one thing. And it turned out to be uh, an evil Mind Flayer conspiracy that nearly got me and my friends killed. So that didn't go so hot. Uh, <laughs> but I never, I never really wanted to be the best at it. And I didn't know what I wanted. Uh, you know, when you grow up somewhere, and it's everything you know, and what you want doesn't matter there, it's really hard to find that compass, the thing that, that tells you what you actually want to do. Um, but I had a couple dreams, and I saw stars and whales, and I wanted to find out what that meant. So I... I left. I, I I gave it all up. I didn't know it was the right thing to do. I just knew it was what I wanted. I, I made <laughs> a very selfish decision. And I'm lucky it worked out. But I tried something, and I couldn't have predicted how it ended, but I'm happy how it's going, even if I don't know how it's going to end. Well, then that's the difference between you and I. I did give up everything else to be the best at it for them 
that and the mind flare thing, I haven't had to deal with that. So it's not, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, you know, I honestly, I my brain's made out of steel, so. Oh, I, that's so helpful. It doesn't really bother me that much. Perfect, yeah, yeah, they must yeah, eat that. Yeah, I don't think they would really eat it. No, no, they'd probably just kill you. Not scary. No. But honestly, I, I really respect what you've done because I, I, I can't do that, you know? I, <laughs> that's what I realized. I, I can't be the person that sacrifices myself for the people I care about. And, and it was a little sad when I realized that because it's such a noble thing and I just can't, I can't do that. It was sheer luck that the people I betrayed turned out to be evil. I did it because it was what I wanted. And it sounds like you're a, you're a much better person than me. And I think it's a little bit sad that you don't think that's true. That cuts particularly deep to her. But you can tell with the diminished rage, the fight has also kind of gone out of her a little bit. All right, maybe she'll stop me bullying Virla so much now. <laughs> and she, uh... Well, stop being too hasty. Uh, and she, she goes, yeah, well, you don't really know me, so. Not yet. God, you're an annoyingly optimistic person. It's kind of that or dying, so, you know. It's been a... I found the pessimism gets me through pretty well. That's good. You expect That's a good. trap, there's a trap. You expect a monster, there's a monster. Yeah. I am either prepared or pleasantly disappointed. Yeah, I guess that could work. You're going to crash into the um, portal up the... Just so you know. Ooh, okay. The <laughs> 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 power starts to go over. Um, actually, could really ran into a segue there. Slam on the comms. <laughs> Do a quick little check here. Oh, shit. The ship's fine. Um, the ship's cool. <laughs> Actually, as you guys are, as we're approaching the uh, the portal, you see Voss is already up on the uh, crow's nest, and he he jumps in first before the ship ha! gets there. Oh my god! What the fuck is wrong That's with him? So <laughs> Done that. He's living his best life. This is great. I love this. We can go now, right? <laughs> we, have, we have done our job. Voss is practicing self care, and we all need to respect that. How are we gonna find here. him now? Presumably, when the gravity inverts, he'll fall onto the deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, why can't I find it? It's usually right here in the book. Give me a sec. I want to know what the uh, color of the portal is, just for my own brain. I was looking happy. that up when I was drawing the map, and I discovered it's different between editions, which is super fun and helpful. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably bets on some shade of red. I'm guessing bets orange. on a shade of red. Um, taking bets. Taking I'm bets. Yellow. Uh, Mix I'm it up a bit. Like a yeah. I was, I was thinking like a yellow or a gold, actually. Like half of them are yellow, and uh, the other half are red. Glory. Oh, the very first one, indigo. <gasps> indigo. What? Oh. what? <laughs> the prophecy. Very bad boy behavior of this portal. <laughs> <laughs> the, the important thing is everyone was wrong. Uh, <laughs> you guys see the indigo portal, and uh, you just say anything when you jump fast. No, nope. I, I, I just uh, you just pull a reverse no, no. fear line. You, you, you hear it. You hear it. You hear it too. And then uh, whoosh. 
<laughs> Man, you can't bring this character back if you're gonna keep saying toot. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying toot. I don't care. It's only a matter of time before one of us brings a harmonica and adds the he sound effects. He on the harmonica. <laughs> it's, it's in the mail. You say, you say that like yes. Mark has a harmonica with an arm's reach right now. <laughs> I don't. I have a melodica. That's actually pretty close. <laughs> Boss goes, Keanu, you watch his body just blur past you as he fucking bass jumps off the the tipping mast, and then the ship comes down. He probably knows uh, what he's doing. You find yourself, uh, it's somewhat reminiscent, actually, of um, Acheron, in that you're sitting in a floating void, uh, also similar to Limbo, but instead of huge cubes, what you're looking at are peaceful, majestic, but sort of these dark, you know, stony protrusions everywhere. You see there's, it looks like a, you know, kind of like a, uh, if this like kind of rugged beach got blasted apart and you guys are kind of floating in like all the chunks of earth that are just kind of like slowly sailing around. Um, there's waterfalls that kind of hop and skip like gravity tends to do in these like void worlds, <laughs> but it is in general, just like this big, these big protrusions, and most of them are, are fairly large. There aren't many that are like smaller than the Praspera. So uh, you emerge from that, and uh, Voss, you see, <laughs> he base jumps into throw, maybe. a plane that is void. Let's go. Well, it's it's like Acheron. It's space, but there's a bunch of stuff everywhere. No right? fucking way. It's, it's a nat twenty. Yeah. A nat twenty. Uh, how do you want to? How do you want to do this? How do you want to land? Wait, wh where where am I landing? What's below me? Below uh, there's That's a bunch a of that shit that I just boss. described. Flying okay. rocks, waterfalls. I'll aim for the water. Zelda rules. Cool. Fit like the Zora. You watch him. <laughs> you watch what is like an ocean contained in a, or more like a big lake contained within this big like flight. basin you stone. Mm -hmm. You watch as, as you Voss just does like a. <laughs> yeah, just does like a perfect dive into there, and uh, comes out on the other side. He's a natural. <laughs> Ten. Yeah, plug holds up all ten. <laughs> the ship. You bring down the ship next to him. Uh, so oh. you good, dude? Like where? <laughs> He's kind of shaking the water uh, uh, out of his hair, and he uh, looks at you guys. Mikasa, Sukasa. Um, <laughs> the Git language is so beautiful. Uh, funny enough, he only speaks uh, common deep speech and Git. Uh, so I guess deep speech is Spanish. Deep speech is so beautiful. Um, deep speech is Spanish. Yeah. I don't know if I sign off on that one. Yeah, deep that, that, speech that's should a be the land down under. Yeah. Um, we already got our Aussies. <laughs> There's more than one land down under. Deep speech is the New Zealand accent. <laughs> oh, let's get the Yankee. We already established. No, Yankee is Australian. <laughs> no, Gazera is the drow. I'm sorry. I, I got him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hmm. So, okay. are we good? Can we leave? <laughs> Have we... Got me to. The Are you satisfied with your care? <laughs> um, my shiny metal friend, I am very much satisfied. Thank you. Uh, get home safe. Call me when you get there. Know, <laughs> know everything's all right. Um, I'll be. He kind of looks around. Says, it's kind of, it's kind of a bit of a ways. Um, Do you need us to uh, drop you off closer to where you're going? Uh. See, the thing is, like, I'm not entirely... I didn't think this far. I just had to get... Here uh, for, 
Um, if we, I'm in the like, right dimension. How hard can it give be? Give you a lunchbox. Do you think you're good, or like, do you need immediate survival support? I guess is the question. Oh, uh, I, I can survive just well. Um, but uh, let's see, it's 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 one sword, you know, in in, in an infinite plane. How hard could we find? <laughs> I'm excited for the Voss one shot that's just trying to find his fucking sword. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good shit. And yeah, I, I, unless you guys follow him, he he's he just books it. I'll look to Virla and be like, I think that's our cue to um leave. I legitimately I cannot tell if this is a call to adventure or not, but I'm really inclined to think not. So I'm I want to leave as well. Do we know how do we know how to get out of here we without playing? There's an indigo portal. Fifteen feet behind you. I wasn't we, sure if like the portal was like always in they a always stay. spot. Oh, okay. that's not true. They move around in the chaotic planes, but like not that quickly. It's still okay. there. That's one of the the hallmarks of going from a lawful to a chaotic is that lawful the the uh, rifts the colored pools will remain in place, and uh, the other ones will like move, jump around and stuff. Right. Sometimes they reappear like at the same spot, but like they're more chaotic. Okay, then. Well, what do we have? Is there anything that we have next to do? I mean, that took less than a day, I think. <laughs> so we have. Yeah. It depends on the decisions of the former crew. Back to the astral sea. Yeah. You spice. <laughs> Just backs uh, the ship up. Yeah, here and it's like, it's a, it's a dangerous yet beautiful place here, right? Like, you know, uh, wind off the sea like blows, blows salt into your hair. It's it's like cold. It cuts you, but it's also kind of like invigorating. There's there's the sense here of like, man, I could jump off of a mast into an ocean and I would be okay. That would be, you know, I'm like pretty badass here very there's definitely Nordic. there's definitely like a rugged individualism ship. that you kind of get from this place that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah as no. all the worlds like kind of have a vibe this one you get that sense from it but uh as you know you guys are standing there hair gets tossed by by wind and uh sea spray and stuff like that um you know everyone has come to the deck of the ship to watch to first of all to see this world because it's cool and also to watch Voss you know pull a, a uh, uh, superhero landing, basically. <laughs> he's still going. You just see him awkward. He's, he's swimming. Yeah. You know, he gets off. He, he kind of catches his breath. He's um, coming okay. to a stone. Is yeah. he going to go around it? Uh, no. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Right nope. over. Right nope. above it. Right over it. Nope. Uh, he, he starts going one way. He stops. Like, wait, no, no, no. Other way. Yeah. It's the other way. It's the other way. Um, uh, Finbar kind of steps out onto the deck. Takes takes a deep breath. He says, Ah. Uh, We can go hunting. Like, there's there's plenty of food around here. We can go. Uh, not not a lot of opportunity out here in East Guard. Besides, I gotta pick up some things. Uh, I gotta got quite the party throw. Why are you throwing a party? Uh, uh Viola, you might we could put them on the guest list, right? You had another secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were here for the. Wait, were no. you here for this? Oh, she wasn't here for this. None of us were. Finbar's ignoring Vera's forgetting the secrets yeah. that yeah. he has. Ignore, uh, uh, Finbar's ignoring the two of us. Says uh, we, we got a party to put on, right? Let's, do you mind? I thought put... that happened after after 
afterwards. I didn't think I had okay, to think so about this right now. There's a couple. I need to parties. clear my. I need to clear my conspiracy board. There's a couple parties we gotta throw. There's there's the big one, you know, with, with yes. the ring and everything. There's the yeah, one yeah. before that. Wait, that's a party in of itself. I thought it was just going to be an intimate thing that. between you two. Guys, am I okay. parking uh, or backing up? <laughs> Look, You're good. I, I have my You're reservations good. about it. If you want to put them on the guest list, you can. <laughs> okay. No, I'm talking about the the old crew. We, we can I'm just gonna get up next to this island over here. I think that's all right. They, they, Absolutely, yes. It seems to me like they need a party, so. Yes. Cool. Maybe we should have this conversation for another time, though. But I will. Angle? I will think. I gotta turn around again. I will think on this. Kiana, make a make a ship handling check. That's oh, your, what? Your ship handling? Are you, you're not proficient in ships, so that's just a d20 plus your wisdom. Can I take the help oh. action to do the thing where someone gets out, and then they're like, "Yeah, you got room. You got room." <laughs> <laughs> You're like a foot out. It's fine. Uh, so just a d20 it. plus my wisdom. Do I roll this yeah. at advantage because of the help action? Yeah, go for You're it. You're good. You're good. Wait. No, you're good. Keep going. Twenty-two. Perfect. Good. Okay. Yeah. You don't. You don't crash while parallel parking. Perfect. Oh, I'm gonna pass my test. So good. No scratches to buff out. License. Man, I pulled off the greatest parallel park <laughs> the other day. I haven't done it in years. Yeah. I pulled off a great mm-hmm. parallel park. Yeah. I wouldn't shut up about it all night. Sounds like maybe you're not going to shut up about it now. <laughs> I'm still not shutting up about it. Anyway. Okay, uh, okay if, you guys. You parallel park. Do you guys want to get out of here? Yeah, Finbar, if you think oh, wait, that. Are, are we if, are we if, actually going to do something in Yuzi Gardens? Like, is this something that's happening? Because we If you think that can. we need to do something, uh, then we can. I don't know what wildlife is here but if you think that there are ingredients that we might need or you might need for the inevitable smorgasbord of dishes that will be present at one or all of these parties uh, at least uh, gonna be mad if i don't bring anything actually. i'm gonna get out and flop so, on some grass i assume there's grass if there's anything that you need to get here we can do it um we don't need to belabor the logistics of it i suppose is we there can... a sun in this dimension it's very important is there a sun? Question. You, you mean that one over there? No. <gasps> uh, yes. <laughs> I think it's so, time, Kiana. <laughs> Finally, I get to show Sunny the sun. Glad time. It's also called glad time. That's cool. Oh, that. Makes oh sense. yeah. All, all the um, uh, all the uh, layers are named after um, the Norse realms. Of course. Yeah. 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 Such it is. There's also uh, like Olympus stuff in Arboria. Uh, the most God's sensical been... way to world. You know what? Everything. But you know what? Sense. We're gonna we're gonna make a DM call here. There is a sun here. Yes. All right. Okay. I will show Sunny the sun. Get any ingredients that we need for parties. Uh, very important task of showing Sunny his. Uh, what is Namesake. it? Namesake. Namesake. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good work. <laughs> and then, off we go. Uh, to whatever we need to do next. No, Sunny, don't look directly at it. If no one <laughs> this is, That's what I've been waiting for this entire time. <laughs> you, have, you have provided the vague direction of Dragon what the looks thing that you were named after. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, sort of you have a just, blind pseudo-dragon now? You watch Sunny just well, stare at the sun. <laughs> just turns, opens eyes, and stares directly at the song. Oh, poor guy. I'm feeling that one through our limited telepathic link. <laughs> you you, link, you can feel, yeah, <laughs> it's burning as spotted. Sunny is seeing so directly at the sun, and but now he's I like, too oh, this is, this is how you do it. You just stare at the sun. Uh, is is no, it supposed Sunny, to feel no, like this? <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing about the sun is that you don't look directly at it, but it still makes your life better. Okay. Oh, not directly at it? Not directly at it. You show, um, 
I'm gonna need to navigate with Sunny's blind sight for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> you, you you can you can pass it off to me if if you need to pilot. If I need to pilot, well, I can pilot now. <laughs> Virally, you go up to get in the helm. Yeah, Kiana, you're pointing out at the sun, sun hanging in the sky, big oh, uh, lake. Voss just swimming out. He's still going. <laughs> he's still <laughs> going. Voss just swimming out. It's not. He, it, Dude was fast, imprisoned. But like, and now he just, he just has the stamina to do that. He's just been doing the Uncle Iroh. Well, your mu muscles workout. don't atrophy in the uh, in the astral sea. <laughs> that's that's fair. Uh, as you're looking and pointing out, Eden walks up to you, Kiana, and says, "How did you know when it was time to leave?" Uh... I realized I couldn't spend the rest of my life there, and it didn't make a difference if I made that decision the next day or six months later. The decision would be the same. But it's okay if you don't know that yet. She kind of considers, she says. Who considers? Eden, she kind of considers. Oh. <laughs> and she says... I'm not gonna wait around for those six months to pass. She turns to um, Sierra and De uh, not Dexter. Kayla. Dexter shows up uh, <laughs> to Sierra two. and Kayla. <laughs> At two, um, turns to Sierra and De uh, Jesus Christ, Kayla is standing there. Um, she says, <laughs> "You have to keep in mind, I don't know names." She says, I'm sorry it's gonna be so rushed. And I'm sorry that I, you know, was a seething rage monster for all the time that we've been out of there. Um, but the fact of the matter is, I think I have a lot to work through. And I think I need a little space to do it. So, I mean, I was always your tracker. I'll find you guys Aww. wherever you go. Aww. Together, apart, whichever. Yes. I just want you to know that I, you know, I, uh, and Caleb and Sierra come in and just give her a hug. Yeah. She turns to Kiana. Says, Thank you. Turns to Virla. Steps towards you and says. For what it's worth, I hope some part of the old fear is still in you. I'd hate for him to be really gone. I hope you can believe me when I say, me too. You're always a bad liar, I believe you. Okay. Do, would you like to be dropped off somewhere? Or find your way on no, your own. No, right here will do. Uh, she's go, she, you see, she calls out, she goes, Boss! Wait up! Yes! <laughs> and she, go, uh, deer leg springs from the edge of the ship onto the, uh, the edge of the Why rock there. jumping off of the um, ship today? What's in the fucking water? Danny, it's so fun, you gotta try this. I not. Maybe they're just trying to get away from you. Nah. <laughs> she gives a wave. Be safe. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Yeah. That I will try. Yes. 
uh, and she's gonna go off to join Voss. Uh, I didn't even think that would be a thing, but the conversation with Kiana was very convincing. Woohoo! Mm. Okay. Well. And I think it's as you watch her dive into the water, <laughs> swim for the first time in who knows how long. Uh, I think that is where we'll cut to break. And yeah. We'll pick up. Uh, we'll pick up when we come back. <laughs> Have with some time having passed. <laughs> the future is now. Oh. Rolling with difficulty. Today's adventure is brought to you by World Anvil. World Anvil is a browser-based world-building tool designed to help you, the creator, write and world-build, all while keeping your work organized and in one place. World maps, calendars, customizable wikis, visual timelines, and more let you decide how best to build your world. And when you're ready to write, look no further than the built-in word processor. You can write your prose directly in World Anvil and keep every step of the process in one place. We all know TTRPGs are all about the power of friendship, and with real-time collaboration, you can work with your players or other creators on the same project. On top of all that jazz, World Anvil recently rolled out a new feature called Whiteboards. This visual canvas allows creators to freely draw out their ideas, adding diagrams, flowcharts, mood boards, and more. If you're a more visual creator, this feature is perfect for you. You can chart out character arcs, storyboard key scenes, doodle your character holding hands with somebody else's character, or whatever else you need to help make the story you see in your mind come to life. Interested? Of course you are! And it only gets better, because for our listeners, World Anvil is offering a special discount. Just use code PLUG at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. Rolling with difficulty. Hello, we're back, and Uh better than ever. Uh Which is to say, we all peed and got water. I had to pee so bad. (laughs) The last, like, hour of our recording. (laughs) You control the- you could just be like, wait, guys- Hold on, I'm gonna pee. I'll cut out the two minutes of awkward chit chat. I didn't want to interrupt anyone's dramatic moments. I could have. There was a while there where I thought maybe no one's gonna talk to Danny for a while, and I could have sneak off, and no one would. (laughs) (laughs) Is that why Danny's been so tired? Sophia needs to pee. Blahage with like the headphones on. Nobody will notice you're gone. You died. That had that could not be left unaddressed. (laughs) But my bladder. We can go as long as we want without addressing it if we repress it. <laughs> Don't address I like the little it. hand motion. It. You look like that weird white uh, taxidermy thing in the memes. It's like, why are we here? What? This is, this is an audio. This is a podcast. No one when sees this. When last we left our, just imagine it. Just imagine it. Theater of the mind. What else? When yeah, last we left our for? heroes. It's oh, horrible. <laughs> Y'all's guys heading out into the distance. Mm-hmm. Kiana, or Virla now at the helm, takes over and backs the ship back into the Astral Sea. It's a weird sensation. Usually you fly through, uh, bow first, to emerge from the stern is a little disorienting, but yeah, you guys are all used to it. It doesn't throw you or anything. <sighs> the silence of everyone kind of coming to terms with everything that's go- that just happened, uh, intercut by that like weird, ominous chant that the Astral Sea is constantly putting out. Like ASMR. Caleb says, Well, on that note, turns to Danny and says, uh, I don't suppose you know any, like, good mechanic places for an artificer to work. Good? Like, recommendations or inns? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, here's the thing uh, I do know a place you could work. I don't know if I would use good as a word to describe it, but I, Al- I tend to be of the opinion that life is what you make of it. So maybe Alternatively, you can find a way. Danny. Danny. Alternatively, I do know of a recent captain who acquired a spell jammer and has no idea how to operate it. <laughs> Good idea. He could use a mechanic, potentially. And possibly some hired muscle. Like He's really not that good or... in the fight. I, 
it is a, I, I believe it is as stable as any other adventuring crew, he's which already is to got say money, it, so it hinges on the capabilities not, of the crew. He could pay you, you know? <laughs> Fearl and Danny just both talk at once. He's just moving his head back and forth <laughs> to keep up. I mean, the, just, you know, you can't live on the hummingbird. It's like, it's it's like living on a speedboat. Like, you could do it, but... <laughs> I guess it depends on whether or not Davian like has room in his inevitable bachelor pad for for two more <laughs> roommates. The spinoff show for rolling count with difficulty. <laughs> but we don't know that yet. Two crazy boys hmm. taking on the big city. One, <laughs> a suave swashbuckler. We're, and we're the spawning other, way too many. Are you, are you still doing this bit? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> weird energy to kick off the season oh. all right that's the thing about coming off of breaks is we're all like i don't know how to do yeah it. yeah it was yeah, like, yeah i don't know this happened when we came back from iceland it's happening again we gotta shake the rust uh, off it's fine yeah yeah look i could send you to the heap which is where i worked but it's run it's by the heap otto who everyone else hates so i can't the in heap? good conscience recommend it the heap yeah it's got a heap of stuff on like, it like like a pile of trash it's a junk pile it's it, it's, it's a got pile its, it's got it's well, got its everyone nice everyone who is currently well, insulting the pile is walking on a ship that has been repaired with pieces from the pile so i don't want to hear another well, goddamn word the heap no, is I, I like the heap it's the heap is great i got my first tattoo there everyone except the for otto is from the heap is it still the paraspera the other option is we do know a guy who has a spell jammer, but it's not one you can live on, so you might have to find your own accommodations, and I don't know if it'll be the steadiest gig, but it's an option, and it's not run by someone that everyone else on the ship hates. So To be honest, Otto might be become a little more tolerable if he employs actual adults that are his equals instead of children who he's... Got There's like a bunch of adults who work there. Yeah, yeah. most of, of them started as kids. Not a lot of them are full no. adults that were hired as full adults. Child labor oh, was. I'm a, sorry, yeah. Danny. I only hang out with Marty and Marty Child and Sadie labor was a recent thing. Marty, are like Sadie, full adults. Zax, all adults. Kazar, who you've never met. Zax. Not to mention, I feel like he would just be threatened by someone else, kind of his equal. Well, yeah, but that might make him easier to I deal realize with. everyone's sample size with Otto is me and the other mechanic trio members, but, like, most people who work in the heap just work in the heap. It's it's a job. Caleb oh. just, like, silently looks to Virla. I'm like, it's kind of like, it gives you a look of, like, <laughs> is this supposed to be a good offer? Like, what? how am I supposed to feel about this? I mean, I suppose it, it it's as bad as any other job who has a shitty boss. Hey, wait know? a minute. Where's the, who's the guy, the guy with the house that was Emmy? Casimir? Casimir, he's studying uh, docent, right? You have him working on the project that you all were working on. Bytopia's That is true. You've oh my goodness, working I, I haven't on even- The project? Yes, wait, hold wait, on. Wait, wait, the project is alive? Okay, uh, I completely <laughs> forgot about this. In 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 the process of trying a signature to signature move. Mm, in the process, there's been a lot going on. I've been in a state. <laughs> you didn't even break any memory spheres this time. What's the excuse? <laughs> in the process of trying to find you, I had to relearn what our initial goal was. That involved us going to a um, an artificer in Bytopia who meddled with what one should not and created an artificial... Uh, uh, an he created a house. Arcane intelligence. An arcane, uh, yes, an arcane intelligence house that now lives in my mind. Long story, That's let's me. not get into it. <laughs> Emmy says hello. 
Um, <laughs> but not get into it. The robot more voice importantly, my mind says hi. do you rem do you remember the small sort of spherical thing that I based my my data spheres off of? We had gone to. Do you remember Maxim? Do you remember any of? I I I, I yeah. <laughs> I think they remember. I'm not you. I. Remember all but it's, of that. It's been three years. I don't know how. I, I don't know how recently it, we went to Maxim and how. I, anyway, anyway. So, uh, Casimir was able to hack into Docent and unlock a good amount of information that was locked to me before the incident. Capital I. Um, and part of it was the. The confirmation that Docent came from an entirely different planescape. Um, House Caneth, inscribed on Docent, came from a planes a place called Eberron. Um, it, it 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 at the very least is confirmation of Emerson's goal, and and knowing that uh, Docent arrived on the Ad Astra is confirmation of multiversal, multi-planescape travel. I had given Docent to Casimir with the intent of him uh, archiving, st storing the data, organizing, collating it um, for, for me initially, but I suppose us now, uh, to consume and parse through whenever we wish, but yes, this does mean the project is alive. Actually, this also brings up another point. The project that Dexter had forced you all to work on. I don't... This is recent, and I, it will bring up bad memories. I apologize. I can only assume that Dexter was... Dexter with... Dexter and the Githyanki were having you all make a spell jammer capable of multiversal travel. I think we should all sit down. Yeah. For like six different reasons. You guys <laughs> uh, all go down to the kitchen and sit. Uh, you know, everyone takes their seats and after a pause, whew, all right. Yes. Dexter's charge under the Githyanki was creating a ship that would be capable of traversing not just one world you know, what, not one plane a universe, not the planescape, the multiverse but as he said a an omniversal ship, one that could leave here and see all the other ones that may or may not exist so to he... not wait not to travel from planescape to planescape but to traverse the space between planescapes to enter planescapes, to enter like, planescapes. like portals in the astral sea that's the theory I mean we don't really know exactly how it works other than you know we, we what we're able to piece together I'm, I'm sure Tosin gives you a way better picture than we were able to form, but the nearest we can tell is that it's it's the same way that a plane exists in its own contained locale, but is also accessible by the sea between worlds, that there is a greater void 
between them that would operate in much the same way. That theoretically, you could traverse between them the same way a spelljammer is able to traverse between one plane and the next. Now, sounds, sounds like we got our answer to what you could be doing. All this, I don't get. But if we can get you over to Bytopia, we can continue to get information and work that out because at the end of the day, Dex is still out there. Somebody's chasing after this technology still. And, uh... Yeah, and you can bet the Gith aren't going to be happy. Whatever it was, I said this before, but as bad as it was for us, I don't think Dexter was exactly free to go about his business if he decided he was no longer, you know, feeling the vibe, you know? I kind of get the sense that uh, they were running him as hard as they were running us in some ways. The fact of the matter is, I don't think he got very much out of it in the end. It's lucky the Githyanki basically have all the time in the world and are very patient because, well, not to put too fine a point on it, but without you and Emerson, they were missing a couple of big pieces of the puzzle. Each of us... Oh, God, I mean, you don't remember any of it, do you? Emerson came to each of us because he thought that we had a, a key and so that there was there was something special unique about us, that each of us was a puzzle piece that together would form the picture that would get the answer. And Dexter wanted those as well. He was missing two big ones with you and with Emerson. With your cataloging of everything, your you know, just frankly intimidating sheer acquired uh, massive acquired knowledge and Emerson's particular gifts. I think they couldn't crack it and he probably was just going down dead ends if he even was bothering to go down them at all at that point. This is all to say I don't think the Gith are going to necessarily give up on that easily and I mean Dexter sold us out in the first place because he wanted the answer. I don't think he is either. I can... Neither do I though. I mean yeah. you know we spent a long time working on that. If this Casimir guy has cracked it then if you can make that happen, I'd love to be the first, second. Depends on the ordering here to, you know, learn exactly what that means. I think at minimum we should let Casimir know that the local experts are sprung from jail and can huh, you talk me. to him. <laughs> Sierra goes, I'm indispensable. <laughs> you, that yeah. might be more true than you realize. If the foremost you know, experts on multiversal travel are either on this ship or, and knowing Casimir, he has probably skyrocketed on Bytopia. Casimir now probably has a decent amount of knowledge regarding multiversal travel. I don't like the guy on a personal level, but he does good work. He may be found out, and so he would need someone to aid him either in the studying aspect or perhaps if he wanted the building aspect and he will need someone to protect him in case he were to be found by those also seeking a similar aim 
that being said, you have devoted more, you have devoted three years of your life in imprisonment towards this goal, and I actually don't know how, how long you've spent before then um, towards it. And I can imagine that this is no longer a path you wish to follow. And I just want to make that option. I just want to make it clear that we are not forcing you into anything. We know that that is an option that is available. That being said, I, Before... I cannot think of two other people more suited to aid Casimir in his efforts, keep an eye on him, and whenever necessary, report back to us of any important updates. Before Emerson found me, Emerson and Astra actually, but before Emerson found me, I was fixing junk that Delvers brought back from Acheron to Mechanus. I've done that. That's nothing to go back to. And Sierra was just doing what she's doing now in another place in this multiverse. If you're telling me that there's a way to get closure on Emerson's dream, even if it's a, you know, even if the ending is nothing came of it, I'd just be happy to close the book. Did I belabor the metaphor too hard? No. I... I, I, I caught it and I agree with it. Then... I... I think then our next steps are clear. We will make our way to Bytopia, to Casimir. I will alert him, you know, ahead of time to let him know that... Some of the people who were knowledgeable in this are here now, and they are here to provide their guidance. Well, their, their, their assistance expertise. and... Their expertise and also their protection. Sierra goes, so it's a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> to Bytopia, Shotgun. To Bytopia. Star Wars wipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the twin spiraling peaks of Bytopia that touch in the middle. I assume, Virla, I assume you call them ahead of time to let them know. Yeah. You're uh, sending just kind of the gist of it is uh, uh, coming, going to, coming in to visit to check on progress, I found some members of my old crew. They are in on the goal. Uh, they might be able to help. I don't know. Oh shit, this book. Gotta work on your delivery. <laughs> Very stealthy. Get your ass over here. Lots to share. Bring the experts. <laughs> yeah. Don't get locked in your closet again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't show up those and is like, Kilsomir is unavailable. <laughs> Don't look in the armory. He was <laughs> just an asshole. As we're coming in, I'm just gonna let, uh, I'm gonna ask Emmy. Emmy, we're going home. How does it feel? Wow. You're going home, rather. You know, it kind of feels like I'm not the same artificial mind that I was when I left. Like, I'll be going home, but not really going home? I mean, you went to college. 
<laughs> Abby completed the hero's journey. Yep. Emmy's returning Believe. with the elixir, and the elixir is Virla. <laughs> the elixir Believe is me, I, I can definitely relate. Maybe this is why you have this opinion, but I can definitely relate to the idea of something that was once your home no longer being your home. What if our minds it, are just becoming one, and we don't even know what's happening, and we just, like, <laughs> we connect. We combine into... Not Emmy, not Virla, but Vemi. Yeah. Irla. Irla. Some other, <laughs> some new amalgamation. I like Not being me. I don't know about you. I like the idea that Virla and Emmy are just having this intensely complex internal philosophical conversation and have just visibly blue screened yeah. from the outside. We're on the subject. Do you ever think about if like the colors that you see as red it looks different don't from get, the color don't, that I see? Don't, as red? don't even oh, get me no. started. I know for a fact that the colors that you see are the colors that I see, but let's not get into what anyone else sees. We live in a universe with psychic communication. That's a solved problem. <laughs> what if your mind is just interpreting it? No, Star but the Wars mind is being, but, but the mind is being placed in your mind, so it would be as if you're looking at it through your eyes? I don't know. Uh, we see boy. the beautiful pastoral landscape windswept very very ghibli all the tall grass like being swept around the house that's built into a hill uh the skylight uh down into the now fixed up um greenhouse that's bones? what i'm looking for bones? <laughs> bones uh he's powdered them up calcium in the soil uh only the good bones for that are supposed to be there <laughs> only the bones are supposed to be there uh he you guys land and caleb's just like the house of a genius I can't tell yeah, it looks have been deceiving before, I guess. More or less. The, okay, yes. The writing's on the walls, as it were. I mean, it's a, cur- it's, a hole, it's a hole. Not like, metaphorically, like it's a it's a big hole in a hill. It's a nice yeah, hole. Yeah. It's, it's very dry. See, it's not no, one of those see, dirty little holes. <laughs> it, it might be, because... It's, you know, it's no his, half like hole. Yeah. His assistant kind of left, and all he had was docent, so I don't know if he's been cleaning up after himself. <laughs> That's right. Um... Emmy, and I kind of just tap my forehead. Uh, sorry, I'm choking. I can't feel. Okay. Her original, her original task in the house was to, I suppose, do the menial work that that Casimir could not be bothered to do. Uh, I do not know whether Tosent is, you know, fulfilling that role. Perhaps this was a learning opportunity for Casimir too. Uh, a, a moment of personal growth, let's call it. I gave that boy a week's worth of food. He's still alive, so he might be it has it hasn't been around. No, it hasn't been around. The cutscene at the end of know. season three, where Cas- we go to Casimir, and he's like, "I've solved it." Was actually just him figuring out how to do his laundry correctly and like yeah, work. Mixing colors and white. He's finally yeah. figured out how to operate the microwave, and his cup ramen is actually working. And he's like, "Yes, I've done it." <laughs> Could work. Yeah, he's Casimir, putting the plastic wrap on. <laughs> he forgot to put the water in and he's not sure yeah. why it's not working. Dose is like, would you like me to run in another simulation? I swear I've known someone who forgot to put water in their craft instant mac and cheese twice and burned it. Is, he thought is the, the person uh, the... we know? Or is that... I don't am know. I, I don't is know. this someone we don't... I, that my friends don't know that I'm I don't know. know. Okay. He Amazing. thought the flavor packet was like a desiccant, so he threw it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, he thought the desiccant was <laughs> the flavor so packet, so he eat. put it in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go in. Right. I'll, okay. I'll knock on the you door. You guys knock. Welcome, user Virla. Oh, hello, Docent. It is so nice to hear your voice again. Uh, maybe come in. Casimir is expecting us. 
Certain. You give him a question he actually knows how to answer. <laughs> Certainly, they've been alerted. <laughs> Door opens. You guys enter. Uh, everything a little bit more, uh, you know, hospitable than the last time, where no one. There was like a weird, eerie emptiness. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead, this time there is already like trays of like tea waiting out for you, and oh. you see entering. Uh, uh, actually, he would already probably be waiting there, having seen you guys come in. You see Casimir. Uh, he does look. So the last time you saw him, he'd been in a closet for a long time. True. Uh, he was disheveled and kind of a mess. He's st- he's not quite like he was exactly like a ten before. He's like a seven now. <laughs> <laughs> like he's basically in a bathrobe. And, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, you boy. see, he's kind of like wiping his hands, like he was just working on something. Well, about time. Welcome, fear love. It's uh, Kiana, Finbar, Danny. See, I'm a nice guy. I remember names. And these are your... Um, so these used to friends. be uh, members of the old crew of the Paraspora back when our goal was to research multiversal travel. It was this team, along with a few others, that acquired Docent and attempted to do what you could not to feed your ego a bit. But they, this is Caleb and Sierra. Mm. You do flatter me. Can I, I like insight check him just to see, like, if he's trying to hide a bruised ego or if he actually, like, he's, he's got a little secret that, he's, that we don't know? <laughs> Go ahead and roll an insight check. 16. 16? You, you, roll, you roll pretty well for, for your insight. He's, his ego's not bruised. He is, yeah, no, he is smug. He's like pretty, he's pretty smug. Um, you get the sense of someone who doesn't have like all the answers, but he knows oh so much more than he's currently letting on and he can't wait. He's got a secret he can't wait to share. Uh, sort of the anti-Virla. Yeah. <laughs> Danny starts to brainstorm ways to undercut his big moment. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I spent a little bit, so I figured we would check in on progress. Well, progress uh, has been made. Please, follow me. Guests, you can also follow. The, don't worry about the dirt. Dustin will get it. And uh, lead you guys upstairs to... <laughs> what do you go to? Yeah, he'll go to his, his lab. How um, does Dosen get the dirt? I'm curious. Because I'm imagining, yeah. like, lasers. Dosen... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, whole, basically the, the magical version. He has a little press digitation and is so replaced with a different floor. <laughs> that's pretty cool. No, it's like he has. There's runes on the floor too, so like the runes light up underneath oh, where sure. there's dirt and a press digitation. They just kind of like. Pssst, all okay. away. that's cool. Kiana just uh, stamps out her boot to watch it happen. <laughs> um, uh, as we're going up, I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask Casimir. Um, how has how has Docent been acclimating to your house? Docent has been acclimating well, too well, actually. Someone probably say uh, he's taken a bit of an attitude. Uh, you hear Docent say, "I am only capable of what you have programmed me for," uh, and he he says, "Oh well, you know, I don't know where to stop." Uh, so, <laughs> two for two uh, is what attitude. I'm understanding. He's been serving quite well. Yes, he's uh, no Emmy. She is top of the line, but I have to say, uh, I'm impressed with the quality of work of the people that you stole from. I, I have no qualms with 
that statement. Also, he knows, a, he knows a lot. I mean, I don't know if you ever just asked him for stories, but... I have been preoccupied with my own things. <laughs> Aren't Wait, we all? hold on. I tell Docent stories. I told Docent stories in like the eight month. I've been treating him like a diary and he never thought to dive. I guess I never thought to add. Oh, no, I mean, your diary is like most of it. But, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but there's a ton of backlog that was locked away from, from the, from that world ever on that. You don't even, we don't have to get into it right now. What? Fair enough. What? Dora? I, I told you, it's a Mimir. It's filled with information. In fairness, I had not had the capability to delve into these backlogs because you, they were locked away. So I suppose... Right. Yeah. Right. You couldn't crack it. Well, glad you brought it here. Don't push it. I'm regretting this decision. He gives just the most... The <laughs> he gives the most shit-eating smile and uh, leads you guys upstairs. Uh, it's actually pretty crowded in his little sure. workspace now that everyone's up there, but... Uh, <laughs> Especially with Sierra. He... Uh, sort of gestures right yeah sierra sierra's a pretty close to like emmy construct size <laughs> yeah. which is like mostly disassembled in the corner oh getting his flashbacks <laughs> Dan, yeah this actually getting the shit beat out of her um it only happens like once a season <laughs> magic ram hey what doesn't kill you emmy <laughs> casimir looks at you mm, you look different <laughs> No, I'm exactly the same. Why would you say something like that? Don't yes, you know it's rude yes. to comment on people's appearances? I don't know the meaning of the word. You should probably anyway. learn it. It seems relevant. Doesn't do, um, you know, the thing. Uh, you see the lights dim, docent like spectral mind, major image kind of comes up. And he goes, so, docent and I have been uh, re- Revealing, revealing. That's not the word I'm looking for. We've been um, going over the logs from before, from these uh, these previous crew members, and suffice to say, it's much longer than I can get into right now. Uh, we've been learning a lot, and uh, well, Dozen can only teach me as fast as I can learn, which is fast, but not as fast as Dozen. So, baby steps. But the most interesting part. Is not the lore. I mean, some may disagree, but the most interesting part is not the lore, so to speak, so much as it's the uh, the math involved. Uh, it kind of looks to you guys to see like your reaction on like, oh yeah, don't worry about the stories. Like, what's really interesting is the numbers we can crunch. Uh huh. I agree. Wait, wait there's math in this now. Danny looks like she's gonna hunk you again. They're already, they're already you guys happened. can just take a nap if you want. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm sure you're not going to miss anything important. Don't just, push you know, it. the greatest discovery of our age. <laughs> Touches docents. Go ahead, chill. Uh, and you see what looks like it's a circle, a flat disc with almost a dome over the top, stars, and around the edge you will have to imagine that this is a very compressed image from the actual size it should be. The mm -hmm. same way that, you know, like, a, like if you shrunk a globe down, it would be, like, sorry, if you shrunk the Earth down to the size of a globe, it would be smoother than a bowling ball, right? Because mm -hmm. the height of the mountains and trenches, zone doesn't matter. Uh, you're looking at, like, kind of that compressed, things aren't quite right, because what you notice is around the edge a slight ripple, and with closer inspection, you realize it is water, it's like a waterfall all around the edge. Mm -hmm. So, all around the edge is 
yeah. imagining water is falling and then dispersing, which on a waterfall would take some great height, and yet here it is barely like a fizzle in the projection. So mm. you have to imagine this is a really compressed from what it's supposed to be. But he goes, take a look the at home. The, the astral sea and the planescape has... Everything we've ever known sort of puts it into perspective, doesn't it? Anyway, this is a recording from uh, Docent before the old crew... Uh, Wait, recording? This is actually it, not a not a model or a, a, a like a sim simulation. This is what Docent remembers. It only remembers what it's been taught. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was a, a a model that was projected by him, but it's it's in his memory. It's it's you know. I see. Huh. Anyway, you are here. He points into it. The old ship. Uh, you see, like, a dotted line, like, comes, spins around and then enters. Imagine a slingshot, the, the way that, like, there's a gravitational slingshot around a planetary mm -hmm. body to gain velocity. Yeah. The same thing here. You see a dotted line appear. He goes, a slingshot to break through into our space between worlds from their space between worlds. I know, mind-boggling stuff. It was doable. They did it. The only problem is, and then the dome disappears. Uh, by the way, the dome was all starry pinprick. I don't know if I mentioned that. Mm -hmm. The dome disappears, and you see inside, and you see, like, the same attempt, and it just kind of, like, ricochets off the side. He goes, for whatever reason, and your pals never did figure that out, uh, doesn't work both ways. Worked the first time to escape theirs, worked to get into ours, didn't work to get back out. Now... We yeah. have to assume these people were at least half competent because they got it to work the first time. So, whatever reason they couldn't get out again, well, that's a question for the genius of our time. Is that person me? I haven't solved it yet, so it's impossible to say. But strike we have been guy. crunching the numbers, and it is theoretically possible to get back out using the equations that Docent knows about uh, this, you know, multi-multiversal travel it is theoretically possible it would probably just how to describe this it's very complicated the thing is it's possible but it would fail before it worked does that make sense no no so like it could it happen failed. theoretically the numbers track out but then it would fail before it you know what if you think about it too hard it's gonna usually that means that there's something you haven't accounted call. for in those equations that is exactly right something we haven't accounted for. What the thing that I haven't accounted for is why I've gone from uh, five hours down to three hours of sleep a night because oh. it is mind-boggling the the sheer staggering amount of things that need to go right in order for this to work. Uh, just, 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 just on a, um, just on a, on a physical application side, there are, there are specifications to the ship that would have to be done just to, just to make it feasible so you don't blow up when you start trying to go that fast, you know? Going that fast is, is, is a challenge in and of itself, but uh, and here is where Caleb steps in and he goes, but, but a solvable problem. Oh, no. The guy goes, yeah, this guy speaks common. Why don't any of you? <laughs> They're you speak nothing. over us before we can speak common. <laughs> well, that's not really... My fault. Sort of a personality flaw, if anything. Anyway, yes. Oh before God, we can awful. solve it, <laughs> before we can solve it, or before we can do it, we need to 
solve it, but it's it's it is solvable. It's a solvable problem. The math theoretically should work the same way. How to describe this? So there used to be spells greater than the ones that exist, right? And theoretically, they could be cast again, but they can't because the infrastructure isn't there anymore. But like they used to work, so they should theoretically, if you change some stuff, still be able to work. It's by what I can tell, it's the same principle here. The underlying mechanisms are preventing it, but it should be possible. But you still have to figure out what those mechanisms are and how to change it. I still have to figure out what those mechanisms are. I need to do the hard math, and I have to figure out the piece that we're missing. So it seems okay. like this is some principle that applies to our universe, but it doesn't apply to their home one. Something that made them Gold bounce star. off the... Yay! <laughs> it very well possibly could be the exact thing that you had mentioned, the fact that magic being once powerful has been attenuated somewhat. That's just my own conjecture. I was going to ask, though, what records does Docent have of their attempts to escape their home plane? Nora, go ahead and pull a inspiration real quick. <laughs> what records does Docent have? He goes, oh, well, it's much the same, but I can show you if you want. He pulls up a <laughs> map of their world, except... To us, it would look a lot more like a solar system. Ooh. Oh. We're going to Sorry, Pluto, let me see if I can boy! Get it. I am... I can only be minute. a semi-encyclopedic knowledge on one entire universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we live <laughs> in a big dome, but out there there is an actual multiverse with planets and shit? Well, I mean, I mean who yeah. knows which how different each one is. Uh, it's, it's impossible to say if they're all like ours, if Dude. they're all like theirs, if there's... I might, yeah. I might guide, I might sort of guide this description a little bit. Is the solar system like our solar system in which everything orbits on a flat plane? Or are there different planes of inclination that each planet orbits around so it resembles something more like an atom? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Hold on, I have a map here, I'm just trying to find it. Having an equatorial plane is so convenient. It really is. Yeah. All the math and physics majors in the chat are popping off. <laughs> Meanwhile, film major and art major McGee over here are just like, that looks neat. <laughs> hey, all I know is that there's magic involved in some of this, and that's some all that stuff matters. is happening. <laughs> it bothers me that, like, on a macro scale, the universe moves as a beautiful system of wheels within wheels, but then you look closer and everything's wobbling like hell and nothing actually lines up like it's supposed to. And yeah, yeah, it's a giant. So I only get eclipses occasionally when the planes are perfectly here. It is. Intersect yes, it with looks. It looks, you're exactly right, Noir. It looks like an atom. Okay. Uh, and he goes, I wouldn't know what atoms are. Is a, I'm, own, I mean, that's not what an atom world. looks like anyway, but. It's not. You know. it's, it's, not, not. It's, it's what the simplified model of an atom looks right. like, yeah. wherein there are orbitals, and he's thinking moving around. He's like, Electron now, clouds. each of these is a plane in and of itself. They're all balls, which is a little bit weird, but, you know, the, the, the notion is exactly the same. Uh, and you see a path, again, dotted path comes out from the one in the center, what would be the nucleus, slingshots around, pierces out from the outside. He's like, and there's like, Dozen has information on all of these. I, I haven't even asked him about yet, but the, the, the notion is there, right? It's possible to get out, it's possible to get in, and yet it's not possible to get out of ours. Okay. I have a potential line of thinking. Docent, do you have any records on the Blue Veil? Searching. Uh, you know what? Let me go ahead and roll a history check for Docent, because this is 
My thinking, because Emerson has mentioned peering beyond the blue veil. My thinking is that the blue veil is, I guess, a visual, physical manifestation of this actual barrier that's preventing multiversal travel out of the planescape. So in which case, this blue veil should not be present, or in at least in as much capacity as, uh, you know, the cosmology of Eberron. So my actual expectation is that there isn't a lot of record on the blue veil, and if there is, it's only centered around this current planescape. Uh, Docent rolls with a plus seven. To yeah, his I arcana. remember. Good times. Uh, <laughs> rolls with a plus seven. Docent comes to you and says, "Blue veil. Data entry. A theorized termination." Of the Astral Sea, otherwise known as the Silver Sea, the Silver Void, or the World Between Worlds. More information required in this entry. Okay. So, that might be the, the first thing to look on. There have been records of... There have been people who have been able to dream of other planescapes. It was the impetus for our former captain's motivation for this in the first place. He was one of those such people. He described his dreaming as peering beyond the blue veil. My guess is that the blue veil is and a gesture to the dome that the little model spelljammer isn't able to escape. If there were any then other records available not just in Docent, but in the Planescape of the Blue Veil. That might help lend context as to what that might be and how one might be able to escape it. Caleb nods. He says, Emerson did use those words multiple times. Precisely. The Blue Veil. Yes. Never anything different. Casimir at this point says, like, oh, well, consistency if nothing else. It's a good theory. It's a theory that needs testing, but it's a good theory. And I thought of it. <laughs> and you thought of it. What can I say? Kudos to me for bringing you on board. Uh, I do have one other point. You are not the Please. only party researching this. And in fact, there are other very dangerous parties that are that would be very interested in your work. I hope I don't have to ask the obvious, but you haven't told anyone else about this, have you? Lucky for you... The answer is technically no. That's not a good answer. What does technically mean in this technically, context? Technically. Te technically. Not only, only those good, that are working good when on I do the, the technically. I don't like it when anyone else does it. might have told some people that I'm working on the greatest discovery of the planescape. Okay? Okay. Okay. That information uh, has gotten out. And well, there's a very no, it's, it's in an insular... I really can't describe it. Um... Do you I, mean, have, I could, but I'd have to kill you sort of situation, right? Do you have, like, mm. what, an artificing society or something that you just brag about to other artificers? Don't worry about it. Okay, <gasps> then they would be very interested in your work and also very interested in are. possibly selling out this information for research money to fund their own stupid project. <laughs> I don't know if that's how the people we're discussing operate. I actually, Money I doesn't don't. seem like how they 
acquire the stuff they need. I'm just saying. It's we mostly don't know that just much a club of them. people like you know jerking themselves off about how cool they are, but like occasionally you know it's a little. At least you're aware. But it doesn't, you know. Casimir. Okay. It's... Ca- yeah, Casimir. Yeah. With all this information, it's, it's all above my head. But this Dexter guy, he's he's no joke. Is it all really? Because right? his name's Dexter. He's, Is it all right? He sucks. Just don't don't worry. If you're lucky, you never he have to also, deal with him. He was also a former crew member. Mm. He is also knowledgeable, at least with the information that me, Caleb, and Sierra have been aware of. They, for all I know, he is not aware of these. And I gestured to Docent. He is not aware of these um, uh, 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 steps in progress, and so. And it, it's entirely possible that he might not be interested in pursuing this endeavor at all. But the ones who captured Dexter, and the ones who attempted to capture me, and the ones who did capture Caleb and Sierra here, they are still they still have a vested interest in this. And as confident as you are in your abilities, you cannot face off a Gith Yankee army. You can't run your mouth. Just like all this information is going to attract the bad kind of attention. Can you do us a favor? If it's not too much to ask, can you just hold on to these two? You know, they'll watch our back. You, you watch this. Um, we got a little bit of things we need to handle. Uh, but do you think you could keep each other safe in the meantime? <laughs> he's a little hit. He's a little. He's a little stuck on when you said get the Yankee army. So. Oh, that's right. You <laughs> let that little chestnut slip. <laughs> so he goes. Um. He goes. It's just an army. Don't I don't have right. a guest room, so you can sleep in the library. Uh, Sierra goes. I don't sleep. I just stand upright. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, we don't sleep. The library be just fine, actually. <laughs> so, do you mind if I take a look at what you're working on? He goes. Well, if I can't tell anyone else about it, I suppose someone ought to be impressed by everything. <laughs> Do you okay. want to look? He says, Sierra. Sierra's like, hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pray for the best. All right. Uh, Fantastic. So, one last request. Any yeah. information? Is there any information that you can pack up and send with us? You know what? I've been sidetracked, but come back soon. I'll have something for you. Low care package. How's that sound? Aw. Sure. I'll put him in some of those fancy orbs you love. <laughs> Thank you. Great. Okay. How's Emmy doing, by the way? Hey, Emmy, you're in there. Oh, I guess I also got to be Emmy. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing so good. It's been so fun to have friends and kill things. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I say that she's been having a great time and she's learning a lot and she is she she said herself she is not the same artificial intelligence that uh, that left uh that left. It's really how Emmy got her groove. Back. No, she's better, I'm sure. <laughs> I always knew she would be. I just didn't think she'd have to uh sit in someone's head and walk around to accomplish it, but you know. Data, data, data. We are what they will grow beyond. <laughs> um Remarkably healthy attitude for him to have about parenthood. Good job, Casimir. Why did you get locked in the closet for two weeks? <laughs> he gets the coveted gold star at the not as big a jerk as you could have been award. 
I turn to Caleb. You've been cleaning up at that for years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I turn to Caleb and Sierra. Um, I hope this arrangement is comfortable and suitable for you. There will if be you, a time. That... If y'all need real food, go down to the market. Because I don't, I don't trust his cooking. I don't trust any of the robots that cook for him. <laughs> just, just go down to the market. I'll see what I can do. I'll try to hook you up with something so that y'all, y'all can actually have real food. This is this is for your yeah. sus. This is like for your enjoyment yeah, of food. But we don't need. To, thank you. We don't need to. Right. Eat. Oh God. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> they're all robots. Finbar speaking. Finbar <laughs> is speaking purely as far as like enjoyment of the experience. However, you may need to. You may need to house mother this figure here. <laughs> I mean, look Why are you at him. talking like I'm not standing in the room next to you? I mean. I right mean, here, look at him. visibly. He's, he's disheveled and decrepit. And <laughs> uh, uh, it looks like I can knock him over just by blowing on him. But you need to take a shower. It's, it's not good. It's, it's not good. You come into I my house. Visibly see stink I'm lines concerned. emanating from his body. I am concerned. I shower. I just put the same clothes on because they're not dirty. Uh, Holy not... shit. They're not dirty because I can't smell them anymore. Uh, <laughs> they're okay. not dirty after just two wears. They're not dirty yet. They go into the they go to the not dirty yet chair I don't... and then they go back on my body. I don't shower. I don't necessarily... The idea and of then, showering... when they're dirty, they get washed. All right, this is more speaking. The idea of showering, making yourself <laughs> clean, and putting on the same dirty clothes as before is disgusting. They're not dirty. They've only been worn once. Uh, all of this oh, riveting conversation is happening, and Danny's going to try and steal another one of Casimir's books. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I was hoping what for this. What are you stealing? Slide, uh, slide of hand check. Yeah. Just another one of his, like, notebooks? Yeah, just to see what I can learn. Dirty 20. Yes. Dirty 20. Oh. Yeah, go ahead and write Casimir's second journal on your character <laughs> shit. Um, I mean, anyone with a pass, like Finbar, you, you yeah, fully witnessed that. I clocked that. I clocked that. It's it, um, at, at this point, Finbar just wants to get out of here. <laughs> I like speaking to Caleb and, and Sierra. I want to make things clear. I want the opportunity to reestablish a relationship with both of you again. I'm sorry that there are things. At current, that can't necessarily allow for that right now. I wish we had more time. I promise you, when I do have the time, I will come back and... I don't know. I would like to learn more about you. I would like you to learn more about who I am now. Hey, I'm an artificer. I know better than anyone else that... Sometimes things fall apart. Sometimes things get put back together again. If someone cares enough to try. I'll awkwardly hug them, I guess. Yes. <laughs> he gives you a real hug. Sierra goes, and I like you too. I, I mean, I was talking to you too as well, Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like you too. You're I like you. So I like bad you too. At this. <laughs> To, to <laughs> Virla, Caleb, Hog, Sierra Three grabs both no of them and lifts them up. Just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> um, this is all okay. very touching. Don't torment Go. him too much. It's thank you for coming. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Let's you can get take out. tea on your way out if you want. No one touched the tea actually. Oh, yeah. I have it. Oh, I, I think I can. I pass it on the way over. It's just 
fizz, like actual leaves just in the water. It's it's lukewarm now. Is. It's a new culinary experience. <laughs> it ain't tea. I, put tea I, in hot water. It's tea. It's no longer hot. It's not even steeped for that long. <laughs> it's clear water with a like. Is that a bay leaf? Is it any good? I'm drinking it. <laughs> is that, is that a bay is that right? Leaf? Is that a is bay that, leaf? This is one of the best improvised <laughs> pieces of work. Noir coming in clutch with the dig it's that minor NPCs. <laughs> From Dion to Casimir. Just they're all getting Cannot roasted. stop bullying these men. <laughs> they did it first. Have you no, not seen didn't. any of my pieces in any of our one-shots? I love a pathetic dude. <laughs> yeah. Davion doesn't deserve it, but Casimir does. Anyway, I, I guess go, we'll take her go. leave then. Go. It's thank you, thank you. Go. <laughs> oh, as we're walking, Lena. I'll over show the you guys Mirla, where you'll like, be standing. Come on. He's he talks so dismissive, to but Sakura. I stole another one of his books. So really, who's the idiot in this room right now? Because it ain't us. <laughs> you stole. You stole the first book. Yeah. Don't worry about it. This tea's pretty good. It's nice and refreshing. Not too strong. Have you had? Wait. Have you had actual tea before? And the leaf is chewy. Oh, no. <laughs> it ain't supposed to be chewy. Y'all, oh. It's not supposed to be in there. My teeth feel chewy. so fresh. All right, let's get out of here. All right. Sailing time, resting time. Let's go ahead and say that there are... You guys depart. The Mechanites wave to you as, you know, you... Again, very chiply, just like swaying flowers and grass, and you guys like lift up in your sky machine, you know, yeah. your sky boat. Uh, we'll go ahead and let's say that there are five days before you need to see Otto. Is there anything you would like to do? You can obviously skip right to Otto. We can yada yada. We can do a little bit of like some quick, quick vignettes if there's like, you know, little scenes you want to play out, or we can, you know, what, what would you guys like to do? I'm good to go. Yeah, Danny just wants to get back to normal. <laughs> I think I think Virla actually might want to look into more like like armor. <laughs> uh, like that the might be a brass armor. thing. That is true. So I'm okay with with going to brass, either meeting Otto first and then buying armor or the reverse. Um, all this to say is that he's changing his getup again. <laughs> Character art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll do a cut, and we arrive in brass. We see, you know, the ship pull in for that familiar lava harbor, make dock the sort of shield underneath the brasspora shimmering, as you know, the, just the oppressive heat is trying to combust it, but that that protective code that protects against the mundane sort of elemental challenges of the planescape keeps it from just, you know, going up like a tinderbox. You guys disembark. Roy saw you guys coming in, waiting for you. My boy. <laughs> Another pathetic dude, man. I really can't stop. Can Roy's I? fine. <laughs> Roy's no, my Roy's boy. fine. Thank we you like very Roy. much. Egan was the pathetic dude. And look how that <laughs> went. Pathetic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, Welcome back. Good to see you. You're taller. No, I'm not. Right? <laughs> nope, I'm the same height mm. I've always been. Just, just behind Danny, silently mm. nodding. <laughs> I'm on. He as well. like turns. He like leans past to look at Kiata. Now nine inches shorter than she is. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no. I 
pretty sure you're taller. And I'm pretty sure you're wrong. I think I would know how tall I am. Perhaps you shrunk. You... <laughs> is this... You know, like, am I going to be hitting my head against a wall if I try and, like, no, it's, break it's through so, what's going on here? Or? Be, be nice, y'all. Yeah, she, she got a little taller. Adventuring, you know, does stuff to you. Sorry. Is this, like, the blue thing? Someone's deflecting with comedy. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly I'll like the yes. blue thing. Man, am I glad I'm not on that ship. Speaking of, uh, you want Otto to know you're back, I assume? Yeah, we, I'll go check in with him, I guess. Oh, do we all have to go? I, it would be a good show if we go. all at least walked Yeah, just like as a, as a gesture of good faith. Just okay. being like, yeah. And we're early. And we're early. And so you're yeah. early. You guys walk through. Lots going on. Say hi to Sadie and Marnie. Which I'm glad I've said that correctly, not backwards every time. <laughs> Matey and Sarney? Yeah, exactly. I'm afraid yep. I'm going to always say that. Sadie uh, Mandy just chewing on a cigarette. Yeah, Mandy doesn't have a job right now, huh? <laughs> Mandy doesn't have anything going on. <laughs> You know, when it rains, it pours. Mandy has a lot to do, or Mandy does not have so much to no. do. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just, like, watching you go past. Just a little heads-up nod. Stare back. Do a little nod. <laughs> Could use work. You guys make your way towards a familiar site. A, a, a familiar azer, Zach, standing outside of a familiar door that leads to Otto's office. Uh, um, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's where you use the auto around. Uh, hmm. uh, opens, uh, opens the door. Uh! <laughs> auto comes strolling out. Ah, <laughs> uh, so prodigal sons and daughters return. How's it going? I'm sad to learn that our good friend Delphine is not renewing on her contract. She sent me word, but uh, seems that her gold cleared, and you had work for some time. So how her was gold it? Cleared? Like there was the possibility it might bounce. That could be fake. <laughs> fake gold. If the gold bounces when you drop it, it's it's actually not gold. So you have a problem. <laughs> Wow. You, you haven't been in the Planescape very long if you haven't come across the classic fabricate gold to pay and then it disappears. Mm, That's yeah. so yes. cool. No, Usually I can see the problem thing. though. No, Kiana, we need gold to live. Oh, yeah. The, the, the you don't jobs. need gold to live. What All is, right, is well, I need gold fine. to pay for things that, you know, are us keeping the ship alive. So we do, in this instance, need gold to live. I guess, nice. metaphorically, no. <laughs> Fair the enough. jobs are fine, but um, client employee privileges privacy. It was something that Delphine had requested stay between us. We did Why the am jobs, I saying this? We got paid. That's, that's that. What's next? Well, I suppose at the end of the day it really is her business what she does with the ship as long as she's renting it. But she is not. Now, I didn't expect you to be back so soon so I don't have anything lined up for you presently. But I do have something that should probably that I've been setting up, uh, sort of a three-way transaction that will be the uh, middlemen on that looks very promising uh, in terms of making connections and 
getting paid. So uh, we don't need to hash out all the details, but uh, if we want to maybe go through the broad strokes, uh, Danny, why don't you join me? And uh, the rest of you, I don't know, do whatever it is you do when you're not working. Uh, cool. All right. I, cut, I, I guess I'm not going to argue it, but as we leave, I'm going to give Danny a look of like, you okay with this? You good? Yeah, man. It's my boss. Okay. I give a, you got this. <laughs> Nod. <laughs> and I'll, I'll walk out. No, Sonny, don't look directly at the sky. <laughs> Take his goggles. <laughs> Sonny, huge dilated eyes. Sonny's just becoming the, uh, the slasher villain from the movie Sunshine. I can't remember his name, but. Bigger son means. <laughs> the guy who stares at the sun and he keeps like, he's like how long can I get the him? full sun and the computer's like uh, seven seconds and he's like yeah do it that guy <laughs> go watch Sunshine it's got Chris Evans it's, it's oh, a good uh, Chris it's, Evans. it's a really good movie it's a really good sci-fi movie you guys, so yeah you guys can disperse yeah and I kind of pat Danny on, on her back let us know if you need anything runs acting like I'm going to walk off into a war zone, I feel like. Danny's internal monologue is like, this energy is so much more uh, ominous than the time I actually died. Uh, what do you, uh, Danny, you enter, door closes. Just at a brief, what is uh, everyone else going to be up to while Danny is uh, meeting with Otto? Um, I'd like to visit the blacksmiths. Um, I have a project to to uh, send their way. I'll actually go with Finbar because I wanted to look into maybe getting some slightly beefier armor. And I'll bring more gold because these two keep spending <laughs> it on stuff and might not have enough. <laughs> All right. So we'll uh, let's let's go ahead and resolve. You go ahead to your old friend uh, Broomthar. I believe it's Broomthar. Yes, Broomthar. Broomthar. Uh, yes, over at his shop in Pyraculum, uh, on the street of Craftsmen. It's been a little bit. Uh, you've picked up your Gilded Acorn, so I don't think you have any outstanding projects with our bushy-eyed uh, fire giant. Uh, now that you guys have like also dealt with another like contingent of fire giants, by the way, like this dude seems like so chill compared to the guys that <laughs> <Yeah>. are normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're he's real lax about it um and pretty typical though he speaks in giant to finbar is like you know one of my best customers welcome back <laughs> hello brother it's been too long far too long unless you've been collecting gold to spend here in which case just the right amount of time i've got gold and i've got something quite rare that i found um and I uh, pull out the Arendor ore, um, and I place it in front of him. He picks it up. It's pretty small in his hand. Mm -hmm. um, so he like, gives it a little squeeze, licks it, says, This is what I think it is. It's, I barely know what it is, but what I've been told about it, we can make something real nice with this. You could make something real nice out of this. It would take time. Wouldn't be easy. I'd need everyone in the shop working on it, but we could make something real nice out of it. What did you have in mind? Um, Finbar uh, pulls something out of his, his inner pocket. It's a crude little drawing, and he slips it 
uh, is why it's, uh, a friend of mine is uh, looking for an upgrade. I don't know if it's, this idea going to be possible, uh, but at some point, uh, you let me know if it's possible, and I'll send you the other half of the thing you're going to need. Are you are you showing us what the image nope. is? Or are you... <laughs> you're a mysterious it's high one. up on the table. We can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like, seriously, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he takes the, you know, the small little in his hand. Um, the edges just singe a little bit as he's holding it and says, Talk to my daughter. She's the more creative one. See what we can't do. All right. You're going to be back in town soon? Uh, I have a feeling we're going to be in brass a lot in the next couple of days coming. Excellent. Well, at least give me the knife. We'll see what we can do. Turns to the rest of them. In Giant says to you, did they want anything uh, also? Uh... Uh, Actually, it appears to me Emmy could learn this right now. <laughs> oh, yes! Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I, I want that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, I believe this just works. Once per day, she can cast uh, uh, Comprehend Languages, I, I guess Tongues. She can do both I, of them. I would, need to, yeah, I would need to cast Comprehend Languages to do so. Yeah, so go ahead, she cast it, and uh, what sounds like, you know, extremely bassy, you know, it's a very it's a deep language, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It has it also has similarities to Dwarvish and Orcish. They use the same alphabet, um, but uh, it weirdly like racks into focus, uh, like in Pocahontas, where they're like, you got to listen with your heart. Uh, except this, you're listening with an arcane intelligence. Uh, it kind of like racks into focus. The like it, you know, it overshoots and then it comes back, and you start to understand sure. uh, about when he says, "Did they need anything?" Uh, uh, well, what language did I learn? Giant. 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 Okay, cool. Yes. I, I will respond. <laughs> Wait, and I can, can only... basically translate in your head, and you will say it, uh, as like as your like, if as you think it, she can translate it, and you can speak it aloud, right? So okay, she's so being I like can... an interpreter for you. I can speak giant, or I can only like read. Yeah, you can and... speak as long as you're attuned to Emmy. You can speak it. Okay. Here's uh, the, this res- is the like cool like in universe justification, but like okay. you gotcha. speak giant. All right, uh, in giant, then I will respond. Um, I need, I need armor, to bolster my strength. Um, I think there are only, I think the only one that would actually help me, that I can actually wear, is chainmail of some kind. Um, if there are any magical, if you have any magical chainmail, then that might be a thing. Uh, that's a question. Uh, real quick, what is your dexterity modifier? My dex is plus zero, so none oh, of okay, like, so the, yeah, so you really yeah, none of the really medium armor is going to help me. Oh boy, you want yeah. mithril as light as a feather? <laughs> yeah, well, he's got. I mean, I kind of got it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got, got it already. That's the yeah. thing, you want right? more is he mithril? Has, he has <laughs> elven chain that's extremely, you know. Yeah, uh, but what is what is your AC with the Elven Chain? My AC with the Elven Chain is fifteen. So 15. with Chain, which I think is fifteen plus one or plus strength, no, it's just flat sixteen. Never it's mind. It's just a flat sixteen. Now so, yeah, Chain, would... he definitely has. Enchanted okay. Chain is a more specific thing to commission. Keep unless uh, if you want like um, uh, he could get you a plus one of any of these armors, right? You guys can afford that. Now, plus one is a thing that a skilled mm-hmm. uh, craftsman can 
do basically with a little bit of like time and exp- you know expenditure of whatever. Okay. That's where like com- uncommon and common like kind of stop with normal craftsmen. For an enchantment, you'll have to get an armor from him and then find someone who can do the enchantment or else seek out a specific enchanter, right? So okay. magic items are of like rare value are just not that available even yeah. in a city as high as magic as brass. Uh, so you could definitely get a chainmail plus one. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Uh, if you want, I believe you're also proficient with shields now. I was I just am. about to say. Uh, which you could get a shield, which would... Um, I mean, look, you could also do both if you got the gold, right? But you could also mm-hmm. get a shield of plus one. He actually might be... Let me, let me do a quick... Uh, I never sh- want to get hit ever again. <laughs> uh, quick search on shields, but... Um, I believe that you could fuse the thing is, a shield well, you know, to your as a, staff as a, on a quick <laughs> on a quick on a quick meta note um, sure. the arandor is uh, capable of two things it, uh, two two main enchantments one it can make things it can give things the vorpal property which is mm-hmm. you roll an at 20 you cut off the head oh. uh <laughs> Or it can be used to make defensive items that make you resistant to force damage. Mm. So it is possible. So Finbar has ideas, uh, you know, uh, which are very cool. Kiana also did just get a badass sword. Um, yeah. So Finbar has ideas. There's also the notion that you could get. He could make something for you with this ore that is armor that is magical and has resistance to a damage uh, to force damage so those are things that are that are possible otherwise if you're looking to just buy one item a shield of plus one is going to give you a plus three to ac true so but this is a very vain reason i kind of like the (laughs) the figure that virla has on him (laughs) And I feel like a shield will kind of bulk it up too much. Fair enough. I mean, you know, make you make it so that the not everything has to be a hard numbers like crunch. A hat, so it's like the brim of the hat, so that you can keep the wizard hat aesthetic. Like, and then just like, oh, what's his name? James Bond? No, like like Enzo from Clone Wars, <laughs> the bounty hunter. I don't know if oh, I'm speaking. Um, He's the name? guy that's voiced by Dave Filoni, and you know it because his whole thing is that he has a giant hat. Is it Cad Bane? Cad Bane has the giant. No, hat. no, no, no. There was another bounty hunter that doesn't speak like basic or English, um, but he has like a steel wider hat that he like basically uses as his as his main form of protection. I think also his weapon at times. I think his name mm. is Enzo. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so these are all notions. What would you now that now that I've sort of given you some some a menu of yeah. options? How are you feeling, Noir? Um, I. How much is well? I, I guess I need to know some context. How much would it be to buy regular chainmail, chainmail plus one, or you know, let's say chainmail plus two? Chainmail. Uh, he's not going to have chainmail plus two. If uh, I were to look for it, like a rough estimate. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So chainmail is seventy-five gold pieces. Mm-hmm. You got that fucking. In- <laughs> Do you want to cover yeah. the paraspora in chainmail? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> plus one armor, fifteen hundred. So oh, you're looking shit, at. Okay. 1500 gold for a plus one armor okay uh we basically assume the 75 gold is contained within that <laughs> yeah uh all right this is awkward i turn to finbar and kiana <laughs> i have 1400 gold not How enough to need? buy i need 100 okay yeah 
I have more than 3,000 in storage. You can have 100. How? Thanks. 3, I never thousand. spend it on anything. I think Kiana's become our unofficial treasurer because she she doesn't use it on anything. I got the sword for free. Yeah. No, that's true. Except emotionally. I would like to purchase that plus one armor then. So that gives me, what, 17 then? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Give me a sec. Ooh. You've got Elven Chain. Did it exchange? Right. So Elven Chain, I don't know if you want to keep it because it's incredibly badass. But it's worth 4,000 gold. I, I did think about this, but also it was a gift from, like, astral elves whom, like, yeah. no other like no yeah. other person has seen in, like, thousands of years. Like, I'm keeping it. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, but yeah, he's happy to do business with you, and he'll give you that sweet, sweet plus one uh, chain. Okay. So and go ahead and mark that in your, in your inventory. I'm out of gold. Check off the gold. Uh, hope you don't have any uh, spells you got a copy over. Nah. No. Okay. We're gonna literally both. Yeah, we have. Yeah, no. you're good. It's a non-attunement item, so you just. <laughs> that was also important. On and off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kiana, is there anything you want to take care of while you're here? You're just happy to be the sugar mama. Uh, <laughs> I'm just chilling. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I can like equip for. Uh, I don't know. Can either monks or barbarians have armor? I don't think so. Uh, you lose the bonus of unarmored defense, which mm -hmm. is yeah. either. Which is wisdom plus dex for you, so there's basically no armor that's going to really yeah. screw that up. Your yeah, there's there's probably not an easy way for you to increase your AC uh, with armor or shields. Oh well, I you need like I a crazy good shield to make it worth it, because then you could use the barbarian unarmed defense, which is constitution plus dexterity, and have like a crazy shield bonus. Yeah, it's probably it's not, not worth as it. Good, yeah. I forgot that I had integrated protection, so I actually have an armor class of eighteen. Oh, <gasps> that's my armor class. Oh. Man, y'all are getting so hard to hit. I'm just gonna have to hit you saving throws. Come on, man. <laughs> Charisma saves out the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. Well, it seems like there is. Uh, you guys are taken care of there. So yeah, a satisfied customers and a satisfied seller. Let's cut back, rewind in time, back to standing in the heap. The door closes. Otto looks at Danny, says, Would you like a drink? I kind of like a drink. Never once in my life have you offered me a drink before, so you have to understand how unsettling this is. <laughs> you always have to keep them off guard, never knowing what to expect. If I haven't taught you that yet, then I don't know what I've taught you. No, I, I don't want to. It's do not that. a trick, I promise. <laughs> it's not a trick, I promise. In fact, it's actually quite tasty. It's aged uh, 150 years. He like reaches into a drawer and pulls out a bottle. 850 years, actually. It's um, made of uh, the finest wheat that can barely survive growing in the plane of fire. It's got quite the kick to it. Getting bougie on me, Otto? Uh, no, I want it in a. Actually, sorry. Excuse me. He wouldn't say that. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't do that. Uh, what he instead says is, actually, I got a good deal on it. Um, did a job for someone and uh, used. It ended up being a bit of collateral. So, believe me, I wouldn't spend this much money on something if it was just for me. But, you know, I certainly don't turn my nose up at something uh, this fancy when it falls into my lap. So, what do you want to talk about? Mostly, I just want to catch up on how things have been going. 
For example, uh, Delphine's gone, so I take it that you didn't really have use for her anymore. She chose mm. to leave because she didn't have use for us anymore. I, you know, only so many people need a spell jammer all the time. Make a deception check. Oh. The thing that's getting me is why does he care? 19. He wants to know what's going on. Oh. I'm going to use my flash of genius to add. <laughs> <laughs> mm. To go ahead and add. Um, hold on, looking up how much it is. Da, 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 da. Four to that to bring it to 23. He rolled well. Uh, you didn't actually quite get He just just beat it without the Flash of Genius, but with a Flash of Genius. Flash of Genius, he, the he single nods. greatest skill in the Artificer skill list. It's so busted, and I love it. Uh, he gives a nod. Uh, he goes, <laughs> so you say like that, you know, she didn't need us anymore. Uh, he goes, well, whatever the case may be then. Uh, it seems that you are free how do you feel about that well i assume that there's another job lined up so i don't know if free is the word that most of the crew would necessarily use but it's nice to not have free from having a babysitter i know that you weren't thrilled to have one on board it's nice to not have to worry about a passenger in addition to any cargo and or ourselves so yeah that's nice he does pour you a glass. I don't know if you want to drink it. Danny hasn't touched it. And she doesn't trust any That's sort fine. of handout. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, he, uh, yeah, he says, Well, like I said, there is something being lined up. I have not had any luck finding another babysitter. But frankly, I don't really think that you need one. What changed your mind? After... Uh, the business with the uh, the giants in the Gift Yankee, which was a smashing success, by the way. The Zardazil is in high demand. You'll be happy to know. After all of that, when you uh, decided to let me have it, you said something that I found funny. You said that you used to think I was the smartest guy you knew. Which is funny because I haven't been the smartest person at the heap since you started working here. I don't like getting compliments. That's true. <laughs> That's a fact. Auto-redemption? <laughs> Perception check. Insight check. Insight check. There's a little voice in my head of Kiana. It's almost like she's here, but I'm not going to... That's why Otto didn't want us in here. Little pocket Kiana. <laughs> yeah. He always demands you roll the insight check. I'm not going to. Not yet. Okay. God damn it. I can't have you all running around doing anything you please all the time when it strikes your fancy because that's not how this arrangement works that being and I think you understand that I mean it when I say I think you're the smartest I know you understand that and I know you don't like it either but I think you know that There's a reason you have the ship and not anyone else. And it only has 30% to do with your artificer abilities. You know, you talk a big game about how you're the only one who can keep the ship running. Well, 
sure. Of everyone here, you're the clear choice. But, come on. We know that with a spelljammer, you know that we detract the right kind of artificer. No. You're on the ship. Simply because you deserve it. I could have sold it when it came in. I wanted to sell it. And it wasn't your lanky friend who convinced me otherwise because he cared about it. I didn't sell it because you wanted it. Am I right? Yeah. I want you, believe me or don't believe me, I want you to be successful. And yes, part of that is because if you're successful, the heap is successful. I care a great deal about this place. I built it up. But it's not everything. I was angry because I thought a lesson needed to be taught. But I think with hindsight, you already understood the lesson. Because you're always two steps ahead there. Am I right again? Yeah. So here's why I bring this to you now. We come off the back of that, come off the back of our disagreement, a fight over what you really want the ship for. I know what you really want the ship for, though. The ship will let you go anywhere. The ship lets you do anything. And I know that that's what you care about. And as long as it's tied to the heap, you doing those things benefits everyone here greatly. It's a relationship where we both benefit, and that doesn't have to be cynical or gross. It can just be the way that people are. Would you call it cynical to say that you get good things from your friends and they get good things from you? Does that make it foul? Who am I to say? I don't have any real friends. That being said, exactly. when the ship can go anywhere and do anything, this is, this is, is the place you really want to be standing between me as the owner of the ship and your crew wanting to do anything that they want with it is the thing you really want to do manage that relationship with all your skills and all your talents does that sound like a good future to you what are you getting at because I'm not leaving the ship you own the ship I wouldn't ask you to so what's the I wouldn't ask them to leave either. I don't... The alternative is I ask the smartest person I know to make sure that the other people involved get along well with the current setup. Clearly it works for you. I'd like it to keep working for you and keep working for us. And I'm not ordering you to do it. I'm asking, do you think the best course of action is for you to make sure that everyone stays on the same page? Or do you want to be caught in the tug of war between their expectations and our reality? Kind of feels like I'm already in the tug of war part. 
I can't promise you that I can make them all magically become your friends. They are pretty pissed as it stands, but... I already told you, I don't have any, and I don't need to. All right, well, you and I both know Zax would be incredibly insulted if he heard that, but... (laughs) (laughs) I have been standing up for this current arrangement. I don't see a reason to stop it because I really don't see an alternative. Oh, you're smart. I'm sure you'd figure something out. Yeah, I don't know if it's me. That being said, do you want to? If you could, right now, if you had the power to sever the contract and sail away with your friends and you all got to put in a vote on what each adventure would be, each new day, going at the whim of a different member. Is that what you would want? I don't know. Well. I don't think it is, honestly. But... You were always destined to do more than work at some heap. But you weren't destined to be their lapdog, making sure that their boat that takes them from fun rop to fun rop works. I might control certain things the ship does, but I certainly don't control you. I would ask you don't let them either. I understand. I know you would. And I don't want it to feel like a lecture. I do love the sound of my own voice, granted, but I don't want it to feel like a lecture. I've lectured you enough. To say that I taught you everything you knew would be a gross mischaracterization. I told you everything I knew. You did the rest. Is that all? It's all unless you want to finish your drink with me. Danny chugs the drink and bolts. <laughs> Make a constitute now. <laughs> no, she doesn't bolt. Like, she I chugs like the, the drink and very purposefully and methodically walks away. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But um, I do want to leave. As I'm chugging, uh, I'm going to use... Uh, hold on. What is this called? Da, 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 da. Uh, magical tinkering to just like grab whatever the nearest bauble on the desk is and have it repeat. Uh, I do love the sound of my own voice uh, for us. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. That's pretty funny. And it just loops. <laughs> but you should it hide loops. it somewhere in the room so he doesn't know where it is. <laughs> just leave it on his desk, little desk trinket. That's amazing. I, I like uh, the idea of the revelation, the revelation that Otto is a bad guy because his responsible like perspective of the world just does not clash with the game mechanics of D anD. d Or just you want to have mesh. fun episodic adventures with your three to seven friends? Whatever, adventures man. changing like the seasons. <laughs> Quests and fun plot hooks. <laughs> Boring. Danny well, you could be working for me for the rest of your life. <laughs> What is, how does Danny feel about all that leaving? Does, 
was that a, a a leaving out of a like yeah let me just get out of this situation because like you know i don't i don't need to disagree with him here does it feel like there were insights or like he's pegged it all wrong i think the most disturbing thing to danny is that some of it wasn't too far off from her own feelings um but i do think she just kind of felt like i have nothing to add here and i'm not quite ready to completely move on from our last encounter so steps are made in the right direction for the danny auto relationship but i think she's just got a lot to think over and she wants to not think it over in the presence of one of the influences fair enough that's a very good insight she is gonna go throw some stuff at roy and bug him though since i assume everyone is still off yeah. Smith. you you do all that as he's walking uh, you're walking out he says i will have something in the next few days by the way so do stay close wouldn't go anywhere and then uh go roy <laughs> roy <Bucket. laughs> shit sorry force of habit we'll see what i did to the bike and i'll show him all of my alterations to the bike any yeah. tinkering and updo Jen, you know, I haven't actually. Sophia the player has not made any mechanical changes, but just like you know, decals that Danny yeah. has painted on her spare time, stuff like that. Yeah, he's very like polite. Like he's the... not into the the racing of it, but you know, he's very polite about it, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, impressed as always with your your capabilities. Uh, everyone else comes back uh, a little bit uh, uh, a little bit poorer, but with a little bit more stuff. A lot and, poorer. Uh, we will uh, actually. Why don't we skip ahead a few days mm. to uh, Otto giving you guys your next job? Oh, gathers you around. Uh, you recognize a uh, familiar barrel sitting nearby, and then a um, sort of uh, kind of like lockbox, kind of looking, kind of gold lockbox, reflecting the brilliance fiery sky here sitting next to it uh one of the barrels of zardazil that you guys harvested Mm -hmm. so after a few inroads made there in recent times no actually uh great thanks to some of your work uh i have a client in avernus that could use a part and is willing to pay handsomely for a uh, specific uh piece of equipment he puts his hand on the box so, if you don't have any outstanding engagements, if you wouldn't mind visiting uh, Avernus, find a, uh, our client there, drop it off, receive the payment, and then drop it off with a second client in Sigil, who we are uh, acting as a middleman for, you'll get your final payment there. 20%, of course, of the cut to keep for yourselves. Sound agreeable? Danny Are we is allowed to know what this vibrating at the concept of getting to go back to Avernus with all of their fun machines? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what did you say, Noir? Are we allowed to know what this what what is contained within the box, or is that <gasps> Secret box. not for us to know? This is pure Certainly. curiosity. Why don't I give you all the details? <laughs> and that's where we'll go ahead and end the episode. Ah. Pick up next week. On the <laughs> Oh, sneaky, sneaky. A warlord is trying to build himself back together and needs a very crucial component. <laughs> I hmm. haven't booked any guests yet, to my knowledge, because we're recording so far in advance, so if the Dude, I would dumb, love I if this was just like Blaze's head in a box. <laughs> That'd be really <laughs> funny. Yeah. A third head? He's Blitzwing. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes you just need to go as crazy as possible when it comes mm-hmm. to a Planescape adventure. Anyway, speaking of crazy as possible, I hope you guys enjoyed our 
uh, introduction back into season four, setting up the way things are going to be and future plot lines, things are mm, coming together. I'm very interested to see everything that happens. <laughs> Thank you so much for returning. We will see you again next week. Uh, we'll catch you in hell. Yeah. See you in hell. I get to come up with another hell title. Those are always so easy to write. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rolling with Difficulty. The crew of the Peraspora will return next week for another thrilling installment, but if you miss us before then, you can visit us on Rolling with Difficulties Discord linked in the show notes below. Got any questions, comments, or concerns? Feel free to email us at rollwithdifficulty at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider becoming a patron for even more exclusive content like art from the cast, stories about NPCs, and homebrew like the Bard College of Feast subclass. Thank you to everyone who has been supporting the show and listening, and we'll catch you out on the Astral Sea.